0: Dear, inexplicable vid- audio log that has been capturing my struggle for the last three years via the power of clock convenience. It has been, like I said, three years since I was dumped on an island with nothing but a volleyball in my hopes and dreams. I thought back in those days the Sentai plane was gonna save me, but all it left me was some subs. The fuck am I gonna do with those on a show called Dub Talk? Anyway. As you've already noticed, I'm prone to using strong language as well as content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Even my volleyball friend here, Wilma, is afraid of them. She tells me things, you know. She tells me lots of things. She also tells me spoilers for things that may or may not have come out while we've been trapped here on this island. This godforsaken island of sports ball. Even though I don't know how she will, but she's a volleyball and she can't talk. I swear, I haven't been into anything lately. Finally, anything said by Wilma or me or any of the other sports balls in this island of sports balls is that of their own and they don't reflect any of us as a whole. Is, is, is that a plane? Gigi, stop! What the hell are you doing in here? You've come to save me. Wait, wait, is that that's the Sentai plane, Wilma? It's the Sentai plane. It's got dogs. We're, go- go- we're we're saved. We're saved from this horrible, horrible, awful, awful castaway joke that i flown over so many heads. Ah, come on, guys. You all know this is the disclaimer to the Hei episode. So, uh, let's go get that chance ball. <laughs>
1: It's been 10,000 years! It's time to talk about Haikyuu! God damn it. <laughs> Good
0: evening, everybody. My name is Megan, and I just did the world's worst Barbara Goodson impression.
2: Who's Barbara
1: Goodson? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you can't guess by the title card and the fact that we're finally fucking talking about Haikyuu, this is the dub talk episode about Haikyuu. Have you watched Haikyuu? I've watched Haikyuu. I've been waiting for Haikyuu for like, what, three years now? Who's counting? I mean, it's not like Sentai dub some other questionable things like Amnesia, Di- Two Seasons of Diabolic Lovers, and Cross Ange, well, instead of this, right, guys? Guys?
2: Look, Diabolic guys? Lovers was great. Don't be a fucking hater.
0: <laughs> Hi, Gigi. Are you ready to talk about boys handling balls? Yes, I am. Let's go, Dateko. <laughs> oh, Lord. Good to know you like them. Tall, hard, and blocking. Of um, course. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> on, I like that on iron CNN wall. Page for HiQ, it says objectionable content, mild.
2: Oh, that's going to change tonight, friends.
1: <laughs> Can it not? Supposed to be a wholesome, fun show about friendship and volleyball <laughs> and Can shipping. It not.
0: Eh, close it <laughs> up. We also have everyone's favorite mom, Lilac. Hi, mom. Hi.
1: I've also been waiting for this dub for years. Not as much as Megan has, obviously. But still, <laughs> don't worry. I only
0: I only threatened to burn Sentai down five times.
1: Yeah, I mean it. With Haikyuu, since it came out last year in a year of mythical dubs. (laughs) This is one of those mythical dubs, because we had Gosek, Hyoka, Anohana. Haikyuu is basically Sentai's mythical dub, if anything.
0: Yeah, seriously. Where were you the day that uh, Carolyn from from Sentai, standing in front of a room of weebs (laughs) at AX, pulled out a volleyball and said the words, Chance Ball, and it happened, and you could hear me screeching.
2: I was on Skype with you.
0: no yeah i was le- okay guys she legitimately i was in out. a state of panic for like seven hours i was like why is she, she holding a
2: ball oh funny. you gotta be sh- are you shitting me oh that's a ball not just any ball it's,
0: it's a volleyball and <laughs> the words of spongebob it's not
1: just a rock it's a boulder it's a volleyball
0: <laughs> oh man those anime boys used to hit him for days <laughs> anyway before oh, we get Lord. too off track um Tonight we are going to be talking about Haikyuu, the 2000, and I'm on ANN and I literally can't tell you what year this came out. Good, A long time
2: happened.
0: ago. In a galaxy far, far
1: no, away. No, it's, uh, looks to be
0: 2014. Thank you. Anyway, uh, yes, we're talking about the 2014 sports anime Haikyuu, the story of Shoyo Hinata, who began playing volleyball after seeing the small giant, or the little giant, or whatever the fuck he calls him, uh, play while he was in elementary school when he went into middle school. He spent his entire three years Being literally a one-man team and then makes his own team of his friends and two unsuspecting freshmen It's there he meets Tobio Kageyama who proceeds to do what we call dumpstering The poor guy when however, Hinata soon joins Karasuno high school and there He finds Kageyama now the two enemies must become friends and teammates, along with a couple of third years, some second years to take down all the other volleyball boys in Japan. By the way, guys, this is animated by the same people who make fucking Ghost in the Shell. Uh, so really? it looks really good. Unfortunately, What up, production IG? Unfortunately, uh, a couple years later, they'd make a show about ballroom dancing with characters who looked like a giraffe fucked a lamppost. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, I, when I was watching
2: Welcome to the Ballroom, I was like, why does this look like Haikyuu with really long necks?
1: Yeah, it's the same, same, same team. Uh, animation studio. Great. Yeah, it, production. It's production IG, and they also did uh, Ghost in the Shell, like Megan said, and um, they also did Kuroko's Basketball, which also doesn't have a yeah. dub,
2: but it doesn't have really long necks.
0: <laughs> but it does. Like have strange said, 5 o'clock said, everybody in Welcome to the Ballroom looks like a giraffe. Fuck the lamp post. Oh lord. Oh. Anyway, I'm the host. I get to anyways, people. So tonight, we three ladies <laughs> of the Dub Talk podcast who have been waiting very, 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 very patiently for this dub. And by very patiently, I mean like a bunch of screaming baboons in a cage. And Steph. Uh, you about to say, <laughs> oh, that was you, not me. And Thank Steph you. as the zookeeper. Uh, so tonight, yes. <laughs> we are going to talk about uh, mostly Karasuno and a couple of other people. Unfortunately, if you've ever seen Haikyuu, the cast of this is kind of giant. So many Yeah, we're boys. kinda sticking
1: to season one as of right now. Yeah, also be because season two season two has not released.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to come out this month, but due to uh, some quality issues and the fact that Suntai wanted to make sure that Haiku got the best dub that it deserves, that release has been pushed back to, I believe, April.
2: Thank God my credit card couldn't take it Sounds with Yuri on right. Ice coming out.
0: I, I- yeah. Yeah, yours is actually shipping. Yet. Mine is stuck somewhere in shipping limbo, fuckers. Oh, mine
2: shipping tomorrow.
0: Go fuck yourself. Welcome mine's to the that
2: madness. that's the wait, first wait, thing wait, she's going Did you get the, the st-
0: Did you get the standard or limited edition? Fuck um, okay, I got the limited. I got the limited edition because I'm giving my I button of your Victor to Gigi.
2: Yay! I got thank the limited you. Too. Of course, I got the limited edition. Why would I ever buy a standard edition of anything?
0: Because it's the only one available. I know.
1: Uh, I don't th- know, because if I remember right, the standard edition is already shipped, so that's why I thought maybe you ordered it. Oh,
2: no, tomorrow.
1: Limited okay. edition. Anyway, so
0: we are going to start off with the directors and writers of Haikyuu. Um, there's a lot of people on Yeah, there's slide. a lot of people on the show, guys. Hot damn. Like, it, it was literally a community effort down in Houston. I wish I was involved. Um. <laughs> oh, God, how? Sorry. I, like, hurt my nail. Um, I just hit my finger on something, ow. Uh, so, we are, even though this is gonna be a review, due to the nature of the fact that, you know, we waited literally, like, three years for this. Um, we're gonna be talking about predictions. Uh, I know this is probably gonna make the episode kind of long. Uh, unfortunately, all of mine are on another computer that I don't have access to. So Megan's either gonna a remember what she has, or they're just lost forever for, at this point.
2: Or she'll make stuff up, which is what I'm hoping. She might
0: make stuff up. So yes, my uh, my prediction for the director was Wilson, the volleyball from Castaway. <laughs> god damn it! Tom and me. my right is Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks.
1: There you go. Oh, there we go. Perfect. I can be Zenith. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Oh god, oh. ladies. Oh. Gigi, did you want to go or do you want me to go?
2: I mean, I will go because whatever. It's a big pile of boys and they're all here just waiting to play with me or possibly a sport. So that's fine. Um, So my director pick, it really could have been one of three. And uh, I picked Kyle Colby Jones because really, I mean, the other two are kind of like standby-ish for now. So, of course, I picked him. And for my writer pick... Um, I picked Mabu, uh, Caitlin Barr, because she wrote School... Wait, did she write School Live? Yeah, she did. She wrote School Live, and she wrote okay. uh, something else that I just watched, and my brain is dying completely. But she's also a very cool girl, and I really enjoy everything that she's done. And I was hoping, hoping, hoping that she would write it. Also, like on the off chance that her and David Wald would would work together again. I did put him, but really all, all votes go to Caitlin.
1: I also had Kyle Kobe Jones as my ADR director choice. This seems like a show that would be perfectly suited for him, uh, compared to what I've seen some of the other directors from Sentai work on before. Uh, I felt like Kyle Kobe, Kyle Kobe Jones would be the perfect director for this. I also thought since he probably would end up as a director possibly for this he would also potentially be more a writer for this too so he's one of my writer predictions my other writer prediction um i actually had david wald hey. uh, the the reason for that is because i think there was the fear for a while about how the script was going to be adapted for this show and because there's a lot of fans of haikyuu and yeah. what what if we look back at what David Walt did to Diabolic Lovers 2. It's the argument that we had then where he knew what he was getting into. He knew what, the, what kind of material this is. He just went for it. And that's kind of the mindset I had here. Because I imagine more than likely David Walt's going to be in this cast somewhere. He's going to understand what this show is about. He's going to understand what the de- who, the, who the demographic is. Throw him in here. he'll have a, He'll have a ball with this one. Um, So, yeah, Kyle Cobra Jones and David Wald are my writer predictions for this.
0: Alright, like I said, my predictions for director were Wilson the Volleyball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my prediction for writer was
0: Tom Hanks. Because everyone loves Tom Hanks. Thank did you for being a friend. T-
2: did Tom Hanks write this?
0: No, I wish. Oh. I wish Tom Hanks did anime! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Do you <laughs> imagine? That'd be fucking fish. Tom Hanks anime. I would watch the shit out of that. Like, just like four little moe girls in love with Tom Hanks. Like, could you
2: imagine oh like if Forrest Gump were an anime?
0: I can't believe my little Tom Hanks is this cute. <laughs> <laughs> and also amazing. my sister.
1: Oh my god, no! Stop it. Right. I
0: can't corrupt Tom Hanks. He's too good. Too good and pure anyway. for this world. These anyway who's support. the
1: actual directing and writing team for this
0: uh some so god backseat host momming
1: well i gotta keep this moving what along. are you gonna Somehow do next are you gonna be fan an mcdonald's and order yourself a black coffee mcdonald's yes, McDonald's. yes i will <laughs> no no we're getting that coffee and we're leaving that's it fuck you <laughs> mom
0: <laughs> fuck you mom <laughs> i'm going i'm gonna go hang out with my cool dad kyle kobe jones <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with my even cooler uncle, John Swayze, oh. the assistant director. And I guess my kind of cool aunt, Shannon Reed.
2: Shannon uncle. Reed's a boy.
1: Shannon Reed's oh, a guy. Oh shit, fuck! <laughs> Why do we keep doing that? I thought I was
2: You gonna... keep doing that? No. Aunt <laughs> and Andrew. No, you're
1: talking about Shannon Embrick when we went to Amnesia. Shannon Reed is a guy, he's a man. I was on that episode, holy shit. <laughs> no. I'm
0: gonna go a Good ahead. job. Uh. uh uh, I guess for, and then for writers, I guess I'll go hang with uh, my cooler dad, Kyle Kobe Jones, and my <laughs> cool mom, Caitlin Barr. Woohoo!
2: So so, who was your real uh, mom?
0: Wait, then who was Phone? Phone?
1: <laughs> what? You
0: just need to look up and then who was, but who was Phone? Then mom, stuff. Uh. Anyway, Kyle Kobe Jones, as a director, has directed little independent series such as Parasite, My Love Story, and some hot flaming garbage called Monster Musume. John Swayze has directed series such as Squid Girl, Jinky Extended, in Ushio in Tora. And Shannon Reed has directed series such as Flying Witch in Onigiri. Writing-wise, Kyle Kobe-Jones has also written for series like The Log Horizon, Parasite the Maximum, and Gate. And Caitlin Barr has written for series such as Akame Got Kill, School Live, and Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Uh, so, thoughts on director and writer.
2: I have a problem.
0: Why? What's your
1: problem?
2: My problem is the date. The date is <laughs> oh, my no. problem.
1: We are already bringing this up.
2: It's a direction choice. I have to, like this. Yeah, this
0: one's a directing choice.
2: The pr- the pronunciation of some of the Japanese words in this anime is off the fucking chain in the worst way. And my Twitter feed is full of Fujos and people who love Haikyuu. And the number one complaint on my Twitter feed is the way they pronounce Hinata and the way they pronounce Dateko. They say date tech for Dateko. Why? I think
0: it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, I think that's just because it literally is spelt out, like, if you said it in English, date tech. It's yeah. probably like Dateko Technical Institute. I mean yeah, I like, think that's what the school is. It
2: it would be, but that's like not how you say. In think. America. Not in, 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 in America, America, we in Japan. say date tech, but in haiku we say date co. I don't know. That's just like the number one complaint. And like my poor feed like ripped on this really badly badly I like I was reading all these tweets like when it was out and when I was live tweeting like through it and they were just like all these pronunciations are so out there and so that's like the thing that I that I have with this is the pronunciations of the Japanese names now we all know in many episodes of Dub Talk that we've been on and that you've listened to that sometimes it's not their choice this is what the Japanese production team says is good to go so if that's the case, hey, date tech, woo. If that's not the case, what the shit? Um, but other than that, I thought that KCJ did a serviceable job here. Um, we've I've wanted this for so long. And quite frankly, I'm just glad to have it. A singing goat could have directed this and I would have been okay with it as long as it was in my hands in a premium box set. So I just, I wanted hey, it.
0: Hey, guess what happened?
2: Whoa, <gasps> <laughs> oh, Hardy? Oh, shit i didn't know hardy was your sugar daddy what
0: (laughs) he is now oh god gg what shake that ass for me and get me a can to eat
2: (laughs) but you'll chew that instead of me and that's no fun um but i just i don't make you
0: strip tease the like final fantasy 7 music oh
2: my god oh lord (laughs) Stop it! Um,
0: but I, I want to, you
2: know, kudos to him and all the other directors for casting new actors in some of these roles, or at least actors I haven't heard from a lot. Um and yeah. most of them worked. Um as for Caitlin and Kyle in the writing, um, they actually sound like teenage boys, which is the best thing for me. And I know some some other people might have issues with this but I love that they were cursing I love that they were ripping on each other all the time like I have a little brother who played volleyball and as I was forced to sit through (laughs) a bunch of his games like it's a lot of screaming it's a lot of yelling it's a lot of weird sounds and call outs that you know make no sense if you're watching but if you're playing like there's meaning behind them and I also used to play volleyball so that's in the girls world too um and i just so that's where those knee pads came from (sighs) yep yep they still fit fam they still fit um and i loved the nicknames that the coach had for asahi and for hinata like the ginger and man bun that was the (laughs) fuck every time he said ginger i lost my fucking shit it was so great And um, I think there's some cute little subtle touches in here that fans of the series will appreciate. Um, I also don't mind the dude bro-iness, which I know a lot of people often also have issues with, but I'm all for the dude bro here because I think it's funny. So I really enjoy the writing of this series. It's just the pronunciation issues that have me like on the fence about what was going on behind the scenes. I don't really know if I want to know the answer to that, but if that's the way it's going to be, that's the way it's going to be. And like I said, I'm just glad I have it, so.
1: Uh, I like how you're talking about the swearing issue, and I feel like it's directly pointed towards me. Fight! Um, <laughs> why would you think that? <laughs> Mom? Three, <she> went, Go! <laughs> no, um. That's. Yeah. What's the best way to put this? I like I like the dub too a lot. Um, I mean, Kyle Koba Jones is probably the best possible choice that they get they had for directing wise and Sentai's Arsenal that they could put the show on, and I think, I think this is actually the first show I've seen where we have, sh- or at least have, I've seen that Shannon and John have also been directors on it. Because um, I haven't seen Ushio and Tara, I haven't seen <laughs> School-If. So this is my first time seeing them as directors and seeing how they do. And with all three of them working together as a cohesive unit, it actually was beneficial Um, because you can't... It's one of those things where you can't tell where one director's style ends and another begins, and it blends together rather seamlessly, which is great. Um, The writing is also rather interesting, too. I liked a lot of the writing. One One of my odd things, though... And maybe this is just more me, and I I haven't seen the Japanese in so long. I don't remember there being much cursing, to be honest. And I kind of felt, and it kind of seemed off to me with the amount of cursing that was in the show. But but again, again, that might be because I haven't seen the show in so long, and I feel like, wait, was there really people calling each other dumbasses and all this other crap? Yes, actually, there was. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair... If it was Tanaka, it makes sense, <laughs> but
0: um, well, to and... be fair, Tanaka is like one of the three characters in the show that actually swears.
1: Yeah, like a lot, <laughs> but it's okay because it's Tanaka. <laughs> um, we'll, and we'll talk
0: about the love later,
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the love, and um, that I always... gave Tanaka's
0: actor dubby. I have to, I am legally obligated to like him.
1: I mean. I don't blame you. Yeah, and I'm legally obligated to like this show, too, because I kind of did give it my best ensemble award this year. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, speaking of, the casting is actually, I loved it a lot. Like, like Gigi was saying, there are quite a few newer voices that I've never heard of before. And while some of those voices, depending on who we're talking about, it may have taken a bit for me to get used to because I'm not, I've never heard of these individuals before. And I've never seen them perform before. While it did take a bit for some for me to get used to some of them, they still were amazing choices in this show. And I, going going and going back to why I picked this show as my best ensemble from last year for the dubbies. If one voice actor was replaced in this show, it's one of the situations where the cast just kind of falls apart to me. So, as an ensemble, it works fantastically in my opinion and it's I just love it, honestly. It's very very solid on the directing and writing front and casting wise it's just so enjoyable, so enjoyable. <laughs> Worth the wait. Was it good for you? It was very good for me. Okay, was good. Was soft. So soft? So soft. So soft. Rub rub.
2: <laughs> I just want to rub that volleyball. Ugh.
0: Whoa! Okay! <laughs> now we we're to getting into our territory. To Let's change the subject. You do not want to shove Wilson's... <laughs> you do not want to give Wilson some head.
2: That's true. Too... Oh, my jaw hurts just thinking about it. Whoa! Okay! We have <laughs> somehow
0: made Castaway Smutty! Wow. There is You had <laughs> that on your bingo card. <laughs> Please tick it on. off. That we have ruined the movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks.
1: Can you please establish this right
0: now? <laughs> like you know, out Did there, somebody's you? like that. You know, out there, that movie is someone's fetish. I'm pretty Probably sure is. that's
1: the craziest part. I'm almost
0: oh, yeah, 90 positive.
2: There's porn of it already.
0: I wouldn't be. Surprised. I want to find. I wonder. If, I wonder if on Ao3 there exists Wilson X ex- Tom Hanks fanfic. Probably. Do you want me like, to look? Yes. Oh <laughs> While I talk about my thoughts in the direction of writing, Gigi, I would like you to search AO3 for castaway fanfiction of okay. Tom Hanks doing the volleyball. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so well, I really like this dub. Today. I really like this dub a lot. I think that Kyle Kobe Jones did a really good job directing, as did John and Shannon. Um, I will agree with Gigi on the Co thing. Especially because they pronounce all the other school names right. Like, they don't have any problem pronouncing Nekoma. They don't have any problem announcing uh, Karasuno, uh, Karasuno or Karasuno. They, they don't have any problem pronouncing Josai's nickname, Seijo. Uh, they don't have a problem pronouncing uh, The The Hinata thing really didn't bother me because I've seen it pronounced like seven different ways in anime. So I don't really know which is the right one at this point um however uh one of the things i really like that they did especially on the writing side um is that they did keep a lot of like in-series jokes from the japanese uh one of my favorite ones being that if you've never watched the show before there's a character named iwaizumi who calls oikawa by the nickname Kawa.
2: wait wait wait. Or- pause there's a fanfic <laughs> called castaway kids and it is called it's a haiku fanfic Do, okay, so shout out to Whoops underscore heck. There are many things Tsukushima would like to be doing on a Saturday night. video games, hanging out with his friends, drugs.
1: Tsukishima, okay. Really, anything
2: would be better than where he finds himself, a church basement, although he supposes the company isn't too bad. Who's the company? Um it says OT4 Oh Uh KG. Kotaro, Kuro, and Suki.
0: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> so I hope this gets you wow. more than your 528 hits. But I'm still looking, so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Didn't expect that. They're gonna Surprise, bang in motherfucker! That <laughs> They're gonna bang in that basement. Of- um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I really, I
0: really enjoyed a lot of the things that they kept. Like they, speaking of Suke they keep that they call him Suki, and yeah, uh, they keep that the only people who really curse are uh, Tanaka, Iwazumi, sometimes Kindaichi Like, like there isn't a lot of like unnecessary cursing to me, and I feel like haiku is a good way to set this up too, because a lot of people are gonna be like, Megan, you complained so much in Free Eternal Summer in the free episode about. The unnecessary swearing and the changes in tone. Here's the thing the boy, the high school boys in free are essentially what, with like Barbie dolls in like a high school setting would be. Free is nobody in free talks like an actual high schooler. Like, legitimately. Like, if you think that people in the, the boys in free act like actual high schoolers, you, you give me whatever weed you're smoking. Like, Nice. The, the guys in Haikyuu act more like actual, legitimate high schoolers. True. So to me, True them facts. cursing and stuff doesn't really bother me as much. Because they seem more natural when it seems at home for them. And there are times that it makes me laugh. Like, trust me, when Tanaka was Oikawa a douchebag, I lost my shit. <laughs> that was the fucking best. <laughs> um, anything
1: regarding Tanaka is the fucking best. Yeah, just anything regarding Tanaka is
0: the best. I think they gave a lot of really good direction to these guys. Because I do also appreciate that this has a list of guys at Sentai in place that I don't expect and using a lot of them that I don't really, like, super think of. Yeah. And that they didn't say super duper safe with any of their picks except for one. But that character, literally, that man was born to play this character. and I will hear nothing of it. <laughs> um, there's maybe one or two casting. Like, one character I have an overt issue with. Um, and he's actually in our first section, so we're gonna pretty much knock all my negativity out really quick. Um, but other than that, do we have any other thoughts on the directions? I also, by the way, too, did love the, uh, man bun and ginger lines. Yeah. Especially ginger for Hinata. Oh, like, I'm so happy they didn't call him Carrot Top. Like, no, I just like dumb. I just like the
1: fact that the person who called the those guys those nicknames, that person in general, um... Uh- <laughs> has
0: weird fucking hair
1: um well no it's it just sounds natural for the person who voices yeah so just saying just also
0: i would also like to give a shout out to either caitlin or kyle kobe i don't know which one of you actually wrote this line uh but there's a part where asahi calls daichi dad best (laughs) and if if you're like me and you've been in the haiku fan base for many many years uh, you will know that Daichi is Team Dad in Sugawara, or as we call him, Suga Mama. <laughs>
1: oh, Suga, 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 Suga Su- Mama,
0: and Daddy Daichi.
1: No, no, no. Here's the thing. I am both Sugawara and Daichi. You are I have the qualities together. Of both. She's,
0: their, she's their gay butt baby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. am okay with that. And with that, we're going to move on.
2: Well, before we move on, I would like to announce that there is Uh one work in Castaway 2000. Chuck and Wilson, a Castaway slash fic by Morpho Fan featuring Chuck slash Wilson, the volleyball. Crack Relationships, So Wrong It's Right. I'm So Sorry, originally written in 2001. So there is in fact a fan
0: fiction of Chuck from... Cast away fucking volleyball.
2: Yeah, and it has adult content, so I have to hit the proceed
0: button. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. We will link that in the description. <laughs> no, we will not. I will link it on my Twitter. You can link it
1: on your Twitter. I am not linking it to this episode. Fuck that noise.
0: Anyway, speaking of fuck that noise, we're going to talk about our first group of characters. Woo! Ah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as good as Andrew with segways. That's his only purpose.
1: <laughs> oh, oh Andrew. Andrew's my twin. Leave him alone. Oh <laughs> my Clearly god. We all this know is which awful. one's the smarter twin. Are you joking? <laughs> She's looking at the fan right now! Are you are reading, it? The... Are you reading
0: it! I'm not reading this. <laughs> How bad is it on a scale of one to ten? Oh
2: my oh Jesus. I mean <laughs>
0: It's something you I need think to it's experience 11?
2: for yourself. I am clicking oh, that no. X away. Oh no!
0: Can you please favorite <laughs> it so that we can we can read it together at Anime Boston with everybody? Yeah, oh my god! No it's linked on my phone. <laughs> no one stole I'm my send phone. that to my friend for her 18 plus version of her fanfic panel. Shout out Liza. Anyway, we're gonna talk about our first group of characters. This is gonna be a threesome. Woohoo! And basically, um. Uh, these are kind of the most important rival characters to Karasuno. Um, So first up is uh, Toru Oikawa. Oh, he is oh the God. setter and captain of Seijo. Best this He's, motherfucker.
1: This boy, motherfucker. He also
0: is the one who taught Kageyama kind of how to set. And they both came from the same middle school. Though Oikawa is older than him. There was also one point like when Oikawa was getting like super upset when he was in middle school. And he almost smacked.
1: Baby Kageyama and yeah. son anyway. But, but when Scotland. Kageyama was so young and innocent. <laughs>
0: Before Kageyama had a stick permanently lodged up his ass. Oh. Yes. Then moving over to Tokyo to the City Boys. City oh, Boys! I'm so happy they fucking kept that too. <laughs> if you've never Stop watched, using okay. City Boys! It's stupid, yeah, Tanaka! Shut, shut up, Tanaka! Okay, if you've never seen the Japanese version of it, when the way that Tanaka you says city boys, it sounds like he's saying shitty boys. <laughs> and that's the entire joke. And they kept it.
2: God bless. Like, right.
0: It did not need to be translated. It was that funny already. It was great. So I, I know we'll talk about Tanaka later, but shout out to you. Uh, I, where the hell are you? Shout out to you, Yu Hayashi, for making that fucking hilarious. Oh um, Nice so there is kenma he is the second year setter of the Nakoma team a quiet slightly socially awkward guy who can read anybody and may as well be kageyama's match and there is also i'm going to i need to get his first name because i forgot to put it i put everybody by last name um i also said i forgot to say kenma's first name it's kenma kozume and tetsuro kuro the captain in third year Of the Nakoma High Boys volleyball team. He is large and tall and in charge. And Mm. also for some reason paired up with Suki a lot. But you'll need to see season two for that. So predictions for anybody of Oikawa, Kenma, and Kuro. I do remember who my Kenma prediction was.
1: I only stuck to making predictions for Karasuno. I I didn't have anything for these three. I had
2: Oikawa and I had Kenma.
1: Yeah, I had... Two for them,
2: yeah, I mean, like I stuck pretty close to home on a lot of these. So my, Ken, my prediction was Corey Hartzog, from Okay Diabolic, who you might know is the dude who tried to bang Yui in the cemetery, and the bear bitch that A.K.A.
1: Teddy Bear, A.K.A. Teddy
2: Bear, A.K.A. Teddy Bear,
1: Teddy. And then Teddy. I also
2: I was debating back and forth between my beloved best boy of High Q Oikawa. Did I want Blake Shepherd or did I want Chris Patton? Did I want Blake Shepard okay. And did I want Chris Patton? And when it came down to it, I decided that Oikawa wasn't slutty enough to be played by Blake Shepherd.
0: <laughs> Says you and not the fan base of this show. I know. So I I like
1: I like how that's your standard right there. If the character's slutty enough, you have to put Blake <laughs> Shepard as well, a prediction. I also if for, not.
2: I also for some reason wanted him to play against type here. So I um I did Chris Patton was my number one best boy. Ow, fuck Oikawa pick. I just <laughs> broke just a- I just slammed my hand on my wall that's behind me. Don't ask. Okay, bye. Good,
1: Good job.
0: A nail. What did you say? I thought you broke a nail. I did break a nail.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hit Rest it so hard. Was breaking a nail today.
2: Here lies one of Gigi's nails. God, that's like the first time I got nailed in like a month. Jesus Christ. <laughs> i am going
1: home.
2: No, <laughs> you're already at home,
1: right? I'm, no, I'm going home. I said, I'm going to
0: go see my parents. Goodbye, Welcome guys. to the
2: OG Ladies Night, friends. Did you miss us?
0: <laughs> uh, all we need to forever. do is start slut-shaming Lilac, and then we're good. No, oh, okay. let's not. I mean, kink-shaming. No, can we not? You get the Please? Justin Timberlake, I'll get the picture of Josh Greeley. Alright.
1: No! <laughs> We're over this! Stop!
0: <laughs> so, I had predi- I don't remember a prediction for Kuro. <laughs> Though, I'm, I'm probably sure I probably put, like, I don't know, fucking David Wald or some shit. or. Dave- no, actually, I think I put Dave Matranga.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I mean, he is in the show. Just- yeah, my
0: prediction for Kenma was Adam Noble. Because oh, I've seen okay. one episode of Umaru-chan, and for some reason, the brother in Umaru-chan just reminded me of Kenma. Okay. And then, um, so I've had one one person in my mind to always play Oikawa, and mm-hmm. I've had this in my head since Sentai announced they had the license to it. And it was that if anybody but Chris Patton played Oikawa, it would be a failure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> high five that's comforting high five
0: well it's a good thing i was fucking right <laughs> so oikawa is being played by chris Patton, kenma is being played by Quint bickham and koro is being played by taiba hanny chris Patton, you'll know him as run in akamego kill uh jc in red garden and of course everyone's uh favorite vampire brother who does not know caring is sharing sharing is caring ayato so, sharing ayato sakamaki in diabolic lovers and diabolic lovers more blood yay clint bickham is mochizuki in another akihito kambra my husbando in beyond the boundary and odi in gachaman crowds Taimahani, you will know him as umetaro nozaki in monthly girls nozaki Hune. You will we'll also know him as the one you do not tell how to bathe Shu Sakamaki in <laughs> uh, Diabolic Lovers and Diabolic Lovers. Oh, holders, you little blood. slut. <laughs> you little slut. Why aren't you playing volleyball
1: with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There's not, <laughs> nothing like Shu Sakamaki. No, no. it's I have way too much
0: emotion in my voice for she's talking oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, oh no. God. Yui. Yoi, you little slut! Stop it! Of all. Keep come on, stop it! He's also uh Gin Dojima in Food Wars. So, our thoughts on the rivals to Karasuno.
1: They're a thing that exists. Thanks! Really? <laughs> You gonna do me like that? Well, 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 okay. Correction. Kuro is a person who exists. Meanwhile, Kenma and Oikawa are pretty fucking awesome people. There we go.
2: <sighs> but, but Kuro is plasma. We must be fluid. <laughs> fluid like plasma. I took it's that funny in the because
0: I, I just rewatched brain. that episode.
1: I took that it's in, funny because I just rewatched that episode. I
2: took that in the dirtiest way possible to the fact of course that, you did that, said, that i wrote
1: not calm Gigi.
2: i hate when you do that um <laughs> i just put um yes Your girl. yes i love it i loved it at first i thought it was like not gonna like i didn't know who it was and then i saw the character and i was like andrew love but then i heard andrew love somewhere else and i was like okay but this yeah, Andrew
1: Love's also part of Nekumo. Yes,
2: and he is fantastic. Love it. I love you Andrew Love. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I really liked Kuro. Um, Kenma I thought it was really kind of breathy and very meek and timid, but that's the way I think that you would play a soft-spoken character. Like I think it worked really well for Kenma cuz Kenma's kind of like I don't know. He's a he's a weird little cat. Ken was a weird little cat, but I really enjoyed Clint's performance of him. Like it, just it wasn't, it wasn't something that I would normally hear in an anime. So I really enjoyed that it was kind of a little different for me. And then Oikawa girl, I can't, I can't. What did I say? I wanted a womanizing dick with a cocky attitude, and that is exactly what I got. I feel like Chris showed what a complex character Oikawa actually is. And he's a wonderful, cocky, arrogant asshole genius. He's an asshole. He's obviously my favorite character in the fucking show.
1: Gee, I wonder why. I wonder
2: why. I love Oikawa so much. But, you know, I'm glad it went this way instead of the Blake way. Because I just, I feel that. Chris Patton in his performance he played Oikawa a little more straight than it could have mm. been like it could have been off the chain Blake Shepard sexy make the panties drop but instead it was like, like I mean, Iki from... ba- basically and Laito and every other character besides Soma and Food Wars that Blake Shepard plays um but I was just like okay so it's still sexy make the panties come off slowly, but then you can tell that there's, like, a mind, like, churning in in his performance, which I think is really s- hard I'm to do. I'm sorry,
1: Gigi. Your analogies are the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I have to say that. The panties coming off slowly. slowly. What the fuck?
2: is <laughs> like the striptease of Haikyuu. God damn it.
1: <laughs> I love your analogies. I'm sorry. I just that.
2: But yeah, anyway, I loved it, and I wanted him to be my Oikawa forever. I also thought this was a better performance than Ayato, but then again, I don't like Ayato. So, I mean... Well, yep.
1: Ayato's a shit, so
2: well, I don't blame you. I don't like Ayato, but I liked this. I think this was a better performance, too, which is basi- It's basically sort of the same-ish, if you think about it, but... I don't know. Oikawa is my best boy in Haikyuu. Everyone can fucking fight me. I don't care. I'm trash. You guys know this.
1: <laughs> We've known you for how long, Gigi? I know. You
2: can fight me in the trash can. It's Gigi versus everyone else.
1: <laughs> it's, the, it's the cats versus the Cats crows. versus the crows. In the, the trash, trash can, can showdown. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. My turn. So when I was saying that. Kuro is kind of forgettable, I think that's more of the fault of the um, the Nekoma arc, the Nekoma match that they have, where Tai didn't have an extreme amount to do at the time, and really the focus, if anything, on Nekoma ended up being um, Kenma, if that makes sense. So, for me, Tai, unfortunately, is, his performance is forgettable, but I think that's more of the fault... Of Kuro not exactly being around that much or as a prominent opponent or character for that match. Um, But if what you were saying earlier about apparently him being the opposite of Suki is accurate, then I really need to see season two then. Um, And then...
0: Season two, there's an arc in season two that can just be described as Suki gets harassed by a black cat and an owl. Oh, wonderful.
1: Ooh, that's that's great. Um, Clint, I, my my note for Clint Bickham, on Kenma. Clint is such a quiet, shy boy. Kenma is a good boy. <laughs> Kenma so is soft. a good boy. So soft. Rub, so soft, rub. like a kitten. He's a little kitten. He he actually is really adorable as the um soft really spoken warm
0: <laughs> kitty little, <laughs> little ball of fur. Happy kitty said kitty, kitty purr, beats Carso into the purr. dirt because he's a smarter kitty purr.
1: God damn it. No, but I I really enjoyed Clint as Kenma. He's um he's the quiet, unsuspecting kind of character, and that's basically what Kenma is. Because during the um, practice match with Karasuno they show how Kenma is opposite in his mindset and strategic uh, plays compared to Kageyama, who's a bit more vocal and brash at times. So that's a good contrast to have there. And And then this is... I have to also read my exact note regarding Oikawa. Chris Patton is such a cocky little shit... Lord named Oikawa, and it's lovely. Because <laughs> Oikawa is a little fucking shit lord. He's the best. Because I, I rewatched um, at least ten episodes. I rewatched the first nine, and then I went to episode um 12, so I can get a refresher on um the uh, Nekoma character we were covering. Uh, and <laughs> Chris Patton... It's almost like he's born to play Oikawa. It's one of those situations. And it's also very interesting because, like Gigi was saying, Oikawa is actually a bit more complex than what you see on the surface level level as this pretty pretty boy, cocky, really good ace player. And we see that a lot more in their tournament match for the Inter High later on in the first season. And seeing Chris play those more traumatizing dramatic moments for him and also being the shit out cocky yum at one point it was really interesting and it kind of got to show a bit more range for Chris than just being the stuck up pretty boy that he'll st- st- stuck up pretty boy or a cocky asshole like we unfortunately sometimes see him typecast as so it's really refreshing to see a character who is that typecast but also can break away from it at the same time so for me, overall, I, lo- I loved Chris as Oikawa. I loved Clint as uh, Kanma. Ty I like as Kuro. However, Kuro needs more shit to do <laughs> before I can really, really give him an A plus. <laughs> so.
0: so fun fact: uh, Kuro was the one person I have a big problem with in the show.
1: Oh. Really? Okay. Kuro sounds really
0: old. He sounds very much older than a lot of the other guys. Like, I was taken back at how deep his voice was. Especially because I'm, like, the last time, the last two times I've seen Time of Handy play a a high school boy, they were Shu and fucking Nozaki. And Nozaki didn't seem that deep. Like, I would have actually preferred Kuro to sound along the same range as Nozaki, not as deep as he was. Because he sounded so jarring opposed to how youthful yet distant Kenma sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, because th- I really did enjoy Clint Bickham as Kenma. Like, I, he was one of the ones I was very apprehensive about. Because I mostly know, um, I mostly know Clint Bickham, like, like I, I'm not gonna like beat around the bush that my favorite Clint Bickham role is uh, Akihito and. Beyond the Boundary. Like, i that's my favorite performance of his. Like, you can come fucking fight me. Uh, so I was really, really happy that they were very similar. um, Or that he did it. And that his performance found, sounded a lot different from uh, Ken Masayu. Because Ken Masayu is Yukikaji. Because Yukikaji's okay. in fucking everything. So that's right, children. Aaron Yeager is a little tiny volleyball shy boy yep and the japanese hmm. um but i i really want to see kenma more in the second season dub where you get to see Nakoma more because yeah about of... to say
1: because we really only see Nakoma in that one practice match in season one That's yeah really and you kind of
0: see them again at the end but like spoiler alert for season two a lot of time is spent with some other schools in tokyo which means that Uh, Ken McCombs as well as another character on Nekoma that I really actually enjoy a lot and I'm looking forward to seeing who they cast as him please kind of let it be Josh Grilly um (laughs) he would be fantastic as this character um but for me again like one of the biggest highlights in the show is Chris Patton's Oikawa like Oikawa you only you don't get to see a lot of him until the very last match of the, the first season Mm. Where Alba Josai beats Karasuno. Right. And you kind of go through everyone's mentality. But the way that he plays Oikawa as like... i trying to think of the wording. When Oikawa talks to his teammates, he's very positive and peppy. He can be a little bit of a kind of a cocky little tease. But he is so freaking smart. Mm-hmm and he knows that he is smarter than Kageyama that he is as he's literally basically the coach of their team like they even kind of pointed out in um the end of the first season uh coach Ukai points out that um hey did you notice uh Alba Josai's timeout where it seemed like a meeting just between the players and the coaches were only kind of there to advise as right. opposed to when you watch the show, and when you see uh, Karasuno take a timeout, it's a lot of the coaches still guiding them, and I really like how Chris Patton played the character. Yeah, and I wouldn't have had anybody else play this character. Yes, is it, for people who find Oikawa attractive, which unfortunately I don't find Oikawa attractive—the most attractive character in the show. More than spo- Spoiler alert! It, it's Suga. Um, really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I I am the most attracted to Suga. Wow. Um,
2: actually, that makes even sense I, for even
0: you. I like some Vanilla. Okay. That makes I sense for you.
1: I thought I was the only one.
0: <laughs> no, Suga Suga is a good Suga's Suga's attractive. Suga Suga's is attractive.
1: attractive. Suga followed is attractive. by if you've seen
0: season two Akashi, and also the the libero for Nakoma, I also find very pretty. Um. Mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoyed how he played this character and I really like that he's going to keep playing this character and you're going to see more facets to this character because Oikawa is also really childish. Um, and I, I wish that we were, we were going to get to talk about him a little bit more, but because he shows up a little more, he only shows up kind of a lot towards the end to talk a lot. I really like how Chris Patton bounced off the voice of Iwaizumi, Benjamin McLaughlin. And the two of them, even though you know that anime is recorded in one at a time in booths, I feel like, I don't know who among them would get to record first and who would play off the other one, but they both worked really well with each other, which I really liked. So kudos to Ben as well as uh, Chris. So are we good there? Yes.
2: Oikawa's best boy. That is all. Debatable. Debatable um best debatable. boy yes he is my best boy
0: there are he's boys i like on the boy.
2: other team trust we'll get we'll get to them
1: <laughs>
0: moving on to the first set of karasuno characters these are going to be all of the coaches and managers these are not players they are the uh kind of adults on the team <laughs> and they're in the one chick because if, if you've ever watched a sports anime for some reason all um sports anime had uh have female managers. So there is coach Kenshin Uki- Ukai, uh, who was the who is the grandson of the old Karasano coach who kind of gets lured out via Nakoma, a practice match with Nakoma to come train the team. <laughs> there is best Ite- coach. Yeah. Itetsu Takeda. a teacher at the high school Karasano High School, who knows jack shit about volleyball. But he's really good at making inspirational speeches. Essentially, if you've ever seen Free, he's basically Caitlin's character from Free, but a guy. Also, because uh, <laughs> I have to do this because shitting on Andrew was so much fun. Oh no! Uh, by the way, in Japan, he's voiced by Hiroshi Kamiya. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick, Andrew. Um, and then there is Kimizu Shi. Kyoko Shimizu, the manager of Karasuno's team, who is very quiet, very reserved, and her best skill is being able to dodge Tanaka and Noya's advances.
1: I love when she ignores me. God, it
0: turns me on. <laughs> I think that's like an exact line is, God, it turns me on when she ignores me. I think, yeah. I think you're right. Um, so, do we have any predictions for Coach Ukai, Taketa, or Shimizu?
2: Yes, I'm, I have all three.
0: I think I have I all don't three. Mine, so yeah, I think I have you. all three.
2: All right. Well, my my pick for Coach Yuri Kotsky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Which coach are we talking about here? The one
2: who looks like Yuri Kotsky. It's basically okay. oh, uh,
1: Taketa. It it's talk it up. Basically Yuri
2: Kotsky. No joke, and I'll okay. say this when we talk about the voice. Um, I wanted to play against Type. This is where I put Blake Shepard. Oh! I wanted him to play against type. I was hoping. And then for the girl, I put... Because she really doesn't need a name because she's just the token girl. I put uh, Juliet Simmons because I loved her in School Live. She got my W for School Live because she's amazing. Um, And then for the big coach, he's a little bit like a dilf, though he doesn't have any children. So uh you know where this is going, fam. Friends, fam, and fans.
1: You say dilf and I know exactly where this is going. We're
2: going to David Wald for this dilf. Do I need to explain? You my would s- bring up the Dilf whisper. Do I need to say anything else? I think I will move on to the By the, the way girl. to
0: to mildly interrupt. Um uh, yeah. so as the day that we're recording, the dubbies went out. And this is the first time the rest of the group is watching it. Yep. And Andrew just got to, I guess, when Steph talks about ghost. Yeah, probably. And and uh, when I sat in there, I was like, this show is so hot." Did you set up set up, set the alarm off in the real world? <laughs> and Andrew just got to that part, and he has just he has this reaction pic of Toru from Dragon Maid, just like giving me a face. <laughs> and I'm like, "You're welcome." You're welcome. Uh, Anyway, back to predictions. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, go on. Predict the DILFs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, alright. So I'm actually gonna start with the only girl of the group, Kyoko. Um, I actually put Molly Cersei as Kyoko. Cause she's more of the quiet kind of... Not cold, but she's very quiet, very stoic kind of character. And, um... The reason why I put Molly here is because it seems like a slightly similar character to a Moggy Brilliant Park. Though to be fair, I haven't seen a mo- the dub for a Brilliant Park yet. I just saw clips of it, and um, of Molly specifically, and I was, I was just like, okay, she would actually be pretty good here. Um, <laughs> Gigi, I love how you were saying that Takina is just another Yuri Katsuki. You didn't. De- <laughs> you want to know? You De- want to know <laughs> One of my two predictions for this was? I'm bringing sexy. Sexy Josh. <laughs> it was Josh Greeley. <laughs> He's one of two, mind you. He was my <laughs> second choice. Because um, does kind of this n- nerdy teacher adult figure. And I'm just like, let's throw Josh in here. I know he can be nerdy and not know what volleyball is. But let's also make him an adult figure for a change. Why not? Um, and the other person I had for this uh, character was Loraldo Anzaldua as well. Uh, I don't 100% remember why, but I think he's played similar characters to this. And then Coach Ukai. I didn't go the route of the Dope Whisperer, but I guess you could say it was slightly similar. Because <laughs> I actually put Andrew Love as Coach Uki. I my can prediction. see it. I can see yeah, it. Yeah, because Ukai compared to, um, to Takita, when you have these the two uh, advisors in here, he he's obviously a bit more gruff sounding. And more of. I guess he's more of a manly type compared to the two. He's the man. He is. So you have to have that gruff (laughs) and tough presence, and Andrew Love, I thought, could bring that very easily to the character. And that's all I have. Well,
0: it's a good thing Gigi's Dilf senses are on. Yeah. (laughs) I know my Dilfs. I know my Dilfs. Kenjin Ukai is played by David Wald.
1: Yay. I'm glad Mm -hmm. to be wrong, honestly, though. I'm also disappointed I missed the opportunity later on. (laughs) Itsu is played by Gareth West. And
0: Kyoko Shizumu... The token girl. Shimizu. Shimizu is played by Rebecca Stevens. David Wald, we all know as every Dilf in the history of Dilf Dilfs. He's also... (laughs) Bula in Akame Ga Kill. Reagan in Log Horizon. And, of course, break out the handcuffs. Wee He's the fun police. Wee <laughs> wee <laughs> you, you. Oh, God, please tell me. I put the right one down. Reggie? Yes! yes. You Ray-G? did it. Okay, good. I That was the one I didn't like. I, I swear to God, I have to get him to sign my copy now. And just, and, and, and hopefully he dresses as a cop one day. Um, I'm breaking handcuffs. Oh, my God. If I ever covers. meet
2: you at a con, David Wald, expect there to be a photo with handcuffs to be had. No! Oh God! Oh! I Yay. am not gonna be with you for
1: that. I refuse. Me with me be with you. You'll be taping
2: happen. it and vlogging it. It'll be hysterical.
1: No, I won't. Fuck that noise.
2: Someone will, probably Megan.
1: No, probably you. You'll force it to someone here. <laughs> <laughs> Tape this for me.
0: Gareth West huh, is characters like Yasuda, and haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. And he's also various voices in Rehamatora and Food Wars. Rebecca Stevens is Yukari in Girls und Panzer. It's not Underpanzer, I learned. It's und. Because it's just German. fucking German. Yeah, it's German. it's fucking Germans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck anyway, you! Yucati I'm German. Yukari in
0: Girls Under. Panzer. Ritsuko in Kids on the Slope. And Nate in Horizon in the Middle of Nowhere. Uh, I guess I I feel like I want to go first for this because right, I want ahead. Gigi and Steph to. To go ape shit, especially Gigi about the Delph Whisperer. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Stevens. She was cute as, uh, Shimizu. Fuck! The Choking Girl. you
1: were right, Shimizu. Oh,
0: I got it right. Jesus Lord. It's like when I couldn't pronounce Kukui. Kukui. <laughs> whatever the fucking professor is from the new Pokemon game. Oh. Correct me in the comments. I'm a dumb American. Um. <laughs> uh, she was good. She was cute and quiet and didn't really talk a lot and when she did she made a count uh i really loved garrett west uh Gar- garrett west as takeda um he's not a voice i'm super familiar with i haven't watched haven't you heard on sakamoto i have not watched Rehamatora, and i will never watch food wars we've been over this um i really liked uh him especially in the second to last episode where he gives the speech. Mm -hmm. about uh how a loss uh if you if you lose are you truly weak because you lost yeah and i thought he delivered it so well and he delivered kind of the flustering a bit in the determination of taketa trying to lure ukai out to be the coach again Mm -hmm. um but but truly the star of this group is david wall as ukai who okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and i I, I don't want to be this bitch um, hey, Sentai, you lazy fuckers. Uh-oh. Um, Ukai has a fucking name. Yeah, I in noticed credits, that. you just credited him as Coach, not Coach Ukai or Kenshin Ukai. Please, stop doing that. I already really don't like that you guys put the black credit roll credits and don't just edit the text dialogue in on the, um, openings and endings like Funimation does or like most other places do um but seriously guys like the character has a name please use it also um please credit all of the characters who actually speak in that episode because there was one for a character that speaks at the very end of the last episode and he's a big character in season two and that kind of did bother me as well but that's not nothing against David Wald. It just happened to be because this is a part is attached to his character a little bit. I, I I seriously did enjoy David Wald as Ukai. Like he yeah. felt so natural in that performance. It's like, hey Dave, you want to come in and yell at a bunch of teenagers for like two hours? Okay, come here, Gingy. Come here, Man Bun.
1: <laughs> again, again. When I was saying earlier, the person who is who voices that character and is calling these names perfect
0: (laughs) david wald perfect
1: literally Literally,
0: if if some other really strong contenders hadn't come out david wald was up there probably in like the third or fourth spot as a dummy uh because this is probably one of my favorite performances of his Mm. just because it does sound so natural yeah
1: (laughs) i feel like i should go before Gigi just Yep. just everywhere. Um, yep. <laughs> so, let's see. I didn't write any notes ab- for Rebecca's performance. Um but I think it was it was actually I I enjoyed it cuz Re- this is going to be now the show where it's like I've never heard of half these fucking people before. But it's still good. <laughs> so in Rebecca's case, I really like her as Kyoko. She's she is the quiet Kind of serious Well, I, w- I don't want to say serious. She's just kind of quiet, if anything. Um, kind of likes to keep to herself. She seems more introverted, if anything. And she's she's just really adorable. And the fact that she ignores Tanaka and Noya is great. Um, Gareth West. Again, a name I've never heard of before. Um, what did I write? He is such a nerdy teacher. And it's adorable. And I love it. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, Because the thing with Takeda is starting out with the show, Takeda knows virtually nothing about volleyball. So he's kind of the audience surrogate as you're learning about all these technical terms and all these volleyball positions. So serving as the audience surrogate for... How what volleyball is and how it works is actually he actually does really well with it, and he's really adorable because he has that manual. Like, hold on, time out I gotta review this. Give me a second. He's it the exposition really fairy. Exactly. He's mostly the he's exposition. Cute. He therefore he's adorable. He's a better exposition fairy than the exposition fairy from Amnesia. Uh, facts. Facts. And then okay, literally
0: a baseball bat to your noggin would be better than the exposition fairy in amnesia in fact getting hit with a baseball bat repeatedly <laughs> would be better would be better than, than actually watching amnesia then
1: you'd get you're amnesia not wrong you're not wrong um but yeah i I but I'd like, rather
0: watch bear Grylls drink his own piss than watch amnesia again no but
1: like Megan said out of these three the star of the show is David Wald like he him as ukai is just downright amazing and perfect. Like, he's he's exactly the kind of voice that I pictured for the character in general. But, um, as Ukai, David Wald's like, I I don't want to put up with your shit. <laughs> I ain't putting up with your shit. It's great. Come on, man, Bun. Pull your head out of your ass. Uh, let's go, Ginger. Up uh. <laughs> too. No, but, um, I really enjoyed it. It was, it's a phenomenal performance. And can I just say, David wald has got a set of pipes on him,
2: right? The oh motherfuck- yes,
1: the motherfucker can sing, and that makes me so happy right now.
2: The fun police can sing that Jailhouse Rock
1: anytime. Ooh. Like there was just that one scene. What was it? It was um, I think it was like he's in it, he's three. cleaning his shop,
0: I think. Yeah, and he's yeah, just was- singing.
1: Yeah, he's just singing to himself and
0: talking to this hey, outside. Guys, just a watching dumb song me.
1: in an anime. I thought that was dead. No, but it was. It was really good. Like I didn't. I didn't know that David Wald could sing. Surprise. Oh, my God. Oh, so I, I, I'm just like, I'm in love with that now.
0: <laughs> David uh, Wald is now a DILF siren.
2: Welcome ah! to my world. Welcome oh. to my world. He just brings you in like with the face and then he'll start singing and he'll be like, oh, oh, what is this? Oh, it's the oh, no. DILF whisper. The DILF whisper oh, across time holding me in his arms. Then he'll Dilf. eat you. I don't know. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that how sirens work?
1: Something like that. But um, yeah, I really I really love David Wald as Ukai. It's just so perfect. But I'm also depressed because I actually had David Wald elsewhere in my cast. And I was dead set on him voicing a certain character. And I'm Ooh. very sad by this. I'm curious. So,
2: I can't wait to see where he ends you'll, up. You'll,
1: you'll be... You'll be probably surprised, but I was so dead set and I predicted him as a different character, but even though he's not that character that I was so dead set on, I am perfectly content with him here as Ukai.
2: All right. Well, I'll bring this one home because it's the Dilf Whisperer and I like to finish him off. So first we're going to talk about the girl. It was the token girl. She doesn't talk a lot. But I just remember the voice not being what I expected to come out of her mouth. I don't know, like it just I mean it was fine. it was it was good. I just it wasn't quite what I was expecting. I don't I can't really explain it any other way because she doesn't really talk a lot. Um next, we're gonna go to Yuri Kotsky, who I just <laughs> wrote reminds me of Yuri Kotsky and Josh Greeley. Not what I Pence. thought.
1: Hence why I predicted mm-hmm.
2: Josh. <laughs> Not what I thought, but it was kind of perfect. Like, I really wanted Blake to play against type. But this was actually, like, one of the highlight surprises for me. Because this character, I mean, once I got the Yuri Kotsky vibe, I was like, oh, well, this works really well. Like, I'm, I'm glad that this guy I've never heard of. Hello, guy I've never heard of. What's your name? Gareth. Welcome to Dub Talk. My name is Gigi, and I talk about boys.
0: Run. Run really (laughs) fast. Quick, get away. Run
2: as fast as you can. She's like a velociraptor. Oh, come on. (laughs) I don't spit poison. That's not a velociraptor. That's a different
0: dinosaur completely. Is it? Oh, you're right, it is. I was like, bitch, I'm terrified of Jurassic Park, but even I know that's a different dinosaur. I fucking love Jurassic Park. <laughs> Holy fuck! Never shit. mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck? <laughs> Holy fucking god! It's a dinosaur!
1: Stop it! We're gonna Jesus be here Christ. all night what the fuck we're gonna be here all night if you don't <laughs>
0: shut up Megan. Well, i'm glad
2: you're singing because it transitions me into david wald and how good yes! of a fucking singer he is oh my god he my is! dilf whisperer can just do no wrong he can write he can sing he can talk me to sleep and be the fun police i don't fucking can know can he dance
1: though
2: can he That's direct though i don't
1: know Holy
0: he... fucking Whoa. shit, David Wald singing Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Stop it! Holy fucking god, he's pretty good Keep it up, David Wald Shut up! Shut up! Alright By the way, it's a dilophosaur dil- It you... almost sounds like a Dilphosaurus. Oh my god, David today. Wald the Dilphosaurus? I'd buy that dilophosaurus. figure. Dilophosaurus. It's called the spinning dinosaur. Is called the Dilophosaurus. I'd crack and I that fossil. I almost read it as Dilophosaurus. So now David Wald is a Dilophosaurus. I
2: would crack that fossil. All right. <laughs> so, um, it's it's nice to see kind of a softer side of him compared to all of the crackpots that he's been playing lately. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like it was really good to see like a comedic side. Like I know he was in, um, wasn't he in Kiss Him Not Me? And I didn't really yes, yes, he's my best boy. And I didn't like that character. But when it comes out on Blu ray Oh, I guess you're sleeping
0: in the hallway heading, hey B. No. Uh, it.
2: no. When it comes out on Blu ray, I'm gonna reevaluate my position now that David Wald is the Dilphosaurus of my life. Um
1: Yeah, you need to rewatch it now that you are like in love with I
2: know, right? Um I feel that he made the coach very relatable. I think we could hang out and chill. Like, seriously, like I would hang out with that dude. Um, the one thing that I will have to criticize, and this is not just for his character, but it's kind of for the dub as a whole. And I know that the, this is a thing because it's a sports anime. But goddamn, is there a lot of yelling in this? Mm. Like, if I wanted to hear David Wald yell at me a lot, like I would chain myself up to something first so that, like, it would you know mean something to me, and I you know get <laughs> a little thrill out of it.
1: Wow. So. Okay, that was the worst time to drink some water. Uh. <laughs> Shit, but, Gigi. but like
2: yeah he yells a lot in here which was when you said andrew love i was like ooh, i am so glad andrew love is not in this role because it would be another my love story all over again where half the time he's screaming and i'm just like like multiple well, times during the haiku dub i had to legitimately turn the volume down it was to just fair, so though, loud to
1: andrew love he he plays essentially the Tanaka of the Nekuma team, and that guy yells a lot, too.
2: He does. He does. And I really liked his performance here. It wasn't as grating, like, during the yelly parts as it was in My Love Story. I don't know why. But, yeah, there's a lot of yelling. David Wald yells a lot. That should be, like, the subtitle of this anime. Q, where David Wald yells a lot. I, <laughs> s- I still loved it, though. It was nice to hear him do something different that, like, he didn't want to, like make the panties drop instead he just wanted to make sure all the balls didn't drop
0: wow remember in haiku the winner keeps the ball in the air for a really long time yep i'm done i love you bye
1: all right now to move on are we ready to move on (laughs) i suppose oh wait we have the other first years next don't we
0: when the moon hits your eye, it's a big pizza pie. Let's talk about Tsukishima. I love Suki. <laughs> Suki, You little S- shit! Suki. I have listened shit. to Yamaguchi scream that, like, so many times in the Japanese. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Suki. Sorry, Suki. So, there is Kei Tsukishima, a first year on the Karasuno volleyball team, who has an even larger and fatter stick shoved up his ass... If you can believe it. Swiss, then Kagayama. And then there is Tadashi Yamaguchi, a more shy and skittish first year who might as well be Suki's pet chihuahua um, and or boyfriend. Um, You're not boy. wrong. I'm not shipping it. You're probably one of those people who's going to ship Kuro and him in season two. We'll oh. have to see. In April, in April. So, uh... Predictions for the first years of Karasuno. Uh,
1: Who do I have? Oh god. Oh lord. What did I... Mine are weird. Mine are a little weird. Mine's also
0: very weird.
1: You want me to go first at this point?
0: Yep. I don't remember mine, guys. That's why I don't have predictions.
1: So I had two predictions each for Tsukishima and Yamaguchi. Um, So for Yamaguchi, I'll start with him. I had... I actually had, I think, similar. To what ended up happening with his casting, like more, more quiet, shy kind of ca- kind of voice actor. So I had uh, Bryson Bogus as one, <clears throat> and then I also had Clint Bickham as another option uh, for Yamaguchi, and then Tsukushima, The direction I was looking at was, Tsukishima is the he's quiet. But he's also a rather mouthy little shit. He was kind of arrogant. So, similar to that vein, I had Adam Gibbs as one. And I also had Josh Greeley as another option for my Man, predictions Man, you Sebastina. just put
2: Josh Greeley everywhere.
1: Did you know? Was that the last time I had Josh Greeley somewhere? Yeah, that's actually the last time I had Josh Greeley somewhere. Some of these kind of got doubled- in my predictions. Because I didn't expect there to be a lot of new fucking actors in this show. Yeah. And I got I had to pull out, I had to pull, like, a bunch of my, like, Sentai catalog of who the fuck I've seen and heard and shit for Sentai.
2: Yeah, like, I really thought they would have brought more boys from Dallas down. I
1: thought um,
2: so, too. Spoiler, they didn't. No. Um
1: And I'm very disappointed by one in particular. Same. Missed opportunity. We'll get to him. We'll
2: get to it. Um, So my prediction for Suki, because Suki to me is just like this weird, like, I love Suki, by the way. He's like this weird, tall dude who doesn't say a lot. But when he says something, you know it's going to be fantastic.
1: Um, Yeah, he really does.
2: So I put Josh Morrison.
1: Who Remind me who that is.
2: Josh Morrison is the dude with the long hair from More Blood. Not Double Badass, but the other guy.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Houston Hayes' butt buddy. Yes,
2: the one who sounds like a He Man villain.
1: Okay, yep, yeah, I remember now. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so I put him because I thought. He
1: Man! <laughs> I'm going to keep the ball in
0: play longer than you. <laughs> I thought
2: he would have a lower sounding voice than he does. Um, the same thing happened to me with Kent from Amnesia. So, yeah, I didn't have a I didn't have a prediction for the other one. As the text before we recorded this episode said, "Who the hell is Yamaguchi? Is he the Yama one from Yasuki?" So
1: Yamaguchi, I
2: forgot he existed, so I didn't make a prediction.
1: Well, unfortunately, Yamaguchi doesn't exactly do much in season one anyway, so. Dude, he gets his moment in season two, and I love him. Yamaguchi is kind of adorable.
2: But I'm done. You can you can tell me how weird I am now.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, did you both do your predictions? Yep. Yes. Okay, cool. I zoned out because I turned into Skeletor for a second. <laughs> Chris Guerrero gets to do that once a week now.
1: Yay, I'm happy.
0: Oh, I Except miss, for remember, I my so bone reward. daddy is better than your bone daddy. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're both going to
2: get fucked fuck by your bone you. daddies yeah. if you don't fucking say who plays Tsukishima.
0: Nah, yeah, fuck you, Skeletor. Nah, <laughs> <Yeah>, fuck <laughs> you, man. Anyway. anyway uh, Tsukishima is played by... L- I'm going to butcher the shit of this. Do you want me to pronounce his name? No, I can do it, Mom. Okay. Loraldo Anzu An- Anzu, Fuck, do it. Loraldo Anzaldua. Thank you. And Yamaguchi is played by Cameron Batchish. Um, Cameron! Do it. Cameron. <laughs> no, the know what do
1: you want
0: me to do? The other Cam... name that I can't say. Okay.
1: Um, I need to see L- the name. What am I doing? Loraldo. Loraldo on Plays Noda in Angel okay. Beats,
0: <laughs> Ryo Koro Kaiba <laughs> in Food Wars, and Shima in This Boy Caught a Merman. Cameron Dobbs <gasps> plays Wakamatsu in Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun. <laughs> My best boy in Nozaki. <laughs> uh Sumusu in Hakuoki and Arata in Trinity 7. So how do we feel about Suki and Yamaguchi?
2: Oh, Suki made out with Dave Matranga in that mermaid anime.
0: What? Have you Really? I need to watch that. It is
2: really good. Like for a 30-minute OVA. Like, it is actually has a plot that's really cute. Plus, two boys make out plus one of them is a merman That's Dave Matranga by the way. Dave Matranga is a merman.
1: I am stunned by this. It's like I have it. I will bring it up to ab Yeah, I have it Dave too. Dave Matranga apparently has done a lot of things.
0: He's a gay gamer. Remember, he also makes <laughs> drop blowjobs. I know.
1: So <laughs> I'm like, he's done a lot of things.
2: Oh lord. All right. So what the hell There is no shame in doing them. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, so Suki, I thought his voice was kind of wooden, but so is his character. It's kind of nerdy, like, And actually, since we just talked about this in amnesia, I felt exactly the same way as I did with Kent in amnesia. Like I wanted a more gruff silent type voice. Um, and this is a lot higher than I thought it was gonna be. And also like it has more of like a nerdy tone to it. Um, however, the parts where he's an asshole, he's a really great asshole. Y'all he's kn- a really
1: great asshole. Y'all know
2: how much I love my asshole characters, so points on you, ya, Leraldo. Um, Yamaguchi, uh, the timbre in his voice is so timid but determined. He really, I, like, the way that he speaks, it really makes me want him to succeed. Like, yeah. I just feel so much empathy for this voice that i just i want him to to make those serves i just want him to do his best do your best and i said what a dweeb and then i put a little heart next to it so i really like i really liked yamaguchi i've never heard this guy before so i was have you
0: watched uh, monthly girls no
2: i haven't seen it yet you should his character
1: is is very similar really yeah waka wakamatsu is actually pretty similar
2: I thought, he was well, ad- I thought he was adorable. And I'm kinda sad though, because Suki's like one of my favorite characters. Like he's the only mm-hmm. one I bought the Nendo for. Because you know I measure the worth of characters by which Nendroids I buy. Um <laughs> But I I just I wanted it to be something different, and it wasn't. Now that's not to say anything bad about his acting or anything, because I think he acts just the way that I would feel that Suki would act. But it just, like, the voice in my head didn't match the voice that I heard. So I can't shame his okay. game. It's just not my thing.
1: Uh, I th- I think Suki's all, not Suki, excuse me, Yamaguchi is rather adorable. <laughs> like, I want to cheer this kid on because with, su- um, I, ho- I want to call Yamaguchi Suki and it's, no. Tadashi, I'm going to go call him Tadashi. Because it's those T names right now. Tadashi, um, he's the, the big character arc that Tadashi kind of has throughout season one. And you can kind of see comes in not 100% to fruition. Um, but he kind of gets to have a little bit of a moment at the end of season one with their uh, game against Josai Where Tadashi is the one first year that isn't on the starting lineup because he's not as talented as the other three first-years. So Tadashi, throughout the course of season one, he's trying to improve himself and you see him learning how to do this float serve from one of the um, neighborhood association members that we meet. And you really want to cheer for Tadashi, honestly. And when I saw him get his chance to be put into that game, and I'm like, oh my god, Tadashi, you can do it. And then he walks into hell. He walks into right, this. Intimidating baby. hell. I'm like, I'm like, poor baby. <laughs> poor baby. Poor baby but I want to too. protect
0: it. I want to watch
1: it grow. I want I to protect love. this child. Protect yeah. him. #protectTadashi. protect yeah, Cameron, Tadashi. Cameron is really adorable as Tadashi. And I love it so much. And then Loraldo Asukishima. Shima. Asuki. Um, what did I write? He's not to know. Uh, I was looking at Tanaka, my note for Tanaka, no. There it is. T- Leraldo, uh. is Leraldo is very intimidating A Tsukishima, very cold and rather emotionless, because that seems to be a good amount of his character in Season 1. Granted, I don't know, because from what I've heard, he has a larger arc in Season 2, um, but I don't know how that plays out. However, like Gigi was saying, when he becomes an asshole, he becomes an asshole.
2: He good.
0: <laughs> he Mama good. like. like
1: him, him poking and prodding at Kageyama is fucking fantastic at points. And then they're also during the game with Alba Josai, And this kind of goes more into Kageyama, actually, a little bit later. But when Kageyama pro- finally approaches Suki and he's like, How should I serve to you? Like, how should I set these these, these balls to you? And How would you like your balls? <laughs> Suki's just, like, flat-out blunt about it. And he's, he's like, like, telling him straight as it is, because Suki has his own way of playing, and it's very interesting and different. Um, so, I think the relationship and the interactions between Suki and Kageyama, despite them, like, hating their, hating each other till the cows come home, they at least have a mutual understanding by the end of season one, it's actually really good, and... Uh, but still when Loraldo gets to poke fun at um Kagayama, the king Kagayama, it's kind of great yeah but, that
2: um, really is the best suki part i think it
1: really yeah is. whenever
0: suki was like massive bag of dicks <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's when
2: Gigi but, likes him
1: but <laughs> but yeah i am excited to see what happens with season two because megan and Va- megan and i have had conversations about haiku before and she's told me that um In Season 2, Suki kind of gets more of an arc for himself where he gets to grow and develop. And I'm really excited to see how, first of all, what that is because I don't know what that arc is. And two, how Loraldo is going to be playing that. But um yeah, both Loraldo and Cameron I enjoyed them. But can we I have to protect Cameron. I have to protect Tadashi. Tadashi's too cute. <laughs> Tadashi is a good boy. Tadashi is a good boy. <laughs> as well I'm as so another good boy me. that we're going to be talking about soon. The other the
0: other good boy. The other good boy. The other cute boy. The other two cuties that we must protect. Yes. Um <laughs> no, I I completely agree about uh, Suki. I do I do find that Suki is Kind of oddly soft spoken in my mind. A little bit. And up. it was a little jarring at first, and then I kinda got used to it. Uh I will also say the same thing about Tadashi is that sometimes Yamakuti was it kind of like was like, Okay, whoa, I am really not used to hearing Cameron. And then I was like, okay. And by the time it got to the end and where he's crying. Yeah. About being in the game, where the guy is like, Did you have fun the first time you went out there? And he's like, No. And that whole scene just like kind of killed me, and I was like, "Baby, yeah, baby, I'll protect. I love you, Yamaguchi. Like Yamaguchi is so good, and like I'm trying not to say anything about season two because they haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, don't. I have. No
2: spoilers.
0: Like, yeah, please. Surprisingly, I'm not going like super spoiler heavy, but like there, if you've seen season two, you know the exact scene that I'm waiting for with him. Um, but. I really hope that both of these guys get to show off more of their chops in April. When, um, the second season comes out and who they get to work off of. i so sorry. I need caffeine. Um, I need, I was going to take a nap today, but I had to go do shit with my car. So there about that. Um, but I really like, God, Cameron's the one that stands out among them for me. And especially for a character that doesn't really get to talk a lot. Yeah, Like, neither of them talk as much as the next two characters we're going to discuss. Oh, God! Yes! Yeah! Um, the talking of the little chatterboxes. Finally, we get to... we. we uh, you know what? I, I think these two kind of covered it for me. So that's all my thoughts on that. Let's get to the real reason we're here, ladies. Woohoo! The, the fucking chatterboxes. Ryanosuke Tanaka, Ow! a second year, a second year, on the team whose hobbies include hitting on Kyoko and getting rejected, and it, turning it on, it, turning Ooh. him on, being called Sir Tanaka Sir, and ripping off his shirt while he's excited. <laughs> basically. In the other me. corner, we have Yu Nishinoya, a short libero <sighs> on the team who's good at receiving. Got suspended from school because his little boyfriend got upset. I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> and is a fan of the yeah, Rolling
1: Thunder. Yeah, Teach me the Rolling... No, no, no. Teach me, teach me, teach me the Rolling
0: Thunder. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I love these two so much. for Tanaka and Noya. I will have to say this. I have one prediction for Tanaka, and this is because this gentleman... Was helping out on a Sentai show, even though he is a Dallas regular. I think all of us I With every fiber of my being, all of us have the same one. Should we For say Cliver it on Chapin three? For Cliff to be Tanaka.
2: Yeah. One, like, two, three. Cliff Cl- Chapin.
1: Cliff like, I already said it.
2: Well, Do you see, were cutting you out. What? I couldn't hear you.
1: Damn it. Oh, fuck you. No, but well, like, well, fuck like, you the, like, like... Fuck you more. Fuck you more. you harder. harder. I got excited because I think what was it? It was some point last summer shortly after... I think it was shortly after Haiku got way. announced it was for uh, that Hardy got a me. It's a t- dub. And um, Cliff had tweeted something about him going to Houston to work on something. And we were like, dude, please Can, can he please be in Haikyuu? And all of us like, Can he be Tanaka? Please he be, needs
2: Tanaka. To be Tanaka. <laughs> is it
0: happening? <laughs> is-, is it happening?
2: Please. Oh god. I just, like, I wanted it so bad.
1: This was this was one of those, this was one of the predictions where I was like, Cliff Chapern or Bust right here. I'm there like, are t- he would be yes. amazing as Tanaka. I'm like, please, Sentai, make this a thing. There were um, two
2: predictions in this show that everybody was like, blank or Bust, and this is one.
1: This is one for me, too. But um, I had, where is my Noya? Where is Nishinoya in here for me? Nishi I had I two him. predictions for Nishi Nishinoya, actually. Okay. And it's funny with one of them. but um, <laughs> So, my two predictions for Nishinoya, because N- Noya is very energetic. He's Love such him. a ball of energy. Him, him and Hinata are the two really big balls of energy, if anything. But Noya probably takes the cake on that one. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, my two predictions, because they also have played balls of energy before as well as smarmy little goobers. Uh, one of my predictions was Austin Tindall. And there it is. That was the other one I think I had for, for Noya. Ta-da. No. And then this is, I also put Bryson Bogus as Noya.
2: That's so funny well. because so did I.
0: See, here's the reason why I had Austin Tindal as Noya is because in the Japanese, he's played by Nobuhiko Okamoto. That's another reason. Who plays characters such as Obi and Karma. Yep, that's the other reason why I had Austin He's also Bakugo. (laughs) (laughs) King explosion murder. So,
2: like, Noya is, like, one of my favorite characters because, okay, like, on the Karasuno team... It flips between Noya and Asahi, because when it comes down to it, Noya's too short, but Asahi's too much of a pussy. I'd rather have Alpha Noya and have him be, like, come up to my boobs than I would to have super hot Asahi if he's going to be, like, submissive as shit. So I was like, Noya. <laughs> I love him.
0: Okay, I did not expect wow. that to do.
2: But yeah, yeah, no, definitely Bryson for Noya. Had Bryson for and of course Cliff Chapener Bust for Tanaka. I mean, there was no other
0: choice.
1: Yeah, like if I was gonna be so disappointed if it wasn't Cliff.
0: Well, prepare for your disappointment, ladies. I know, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, depressed. I was really
2: disappointed.
0: <laughs> playing Tanaka is Greg Cote, and playing Nishinoya is Greg Ayers. Greg, got, Greg Cote is characters such as Maruyama and Haven't You Heard I'm Sakamoto? Kenta Saijo in Typhoon Noruda in Furior Fyodor Fyodor Fyodor. What the fuck is it? It's like F Y O D O R. In Chaika the Coffin Princess, Avenging Battle. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what the fuck that. No. I don't even know what the fuck that character's name is. I thought it was like Dostoevsky Fedorov,
2: Victor Nikiforov, anyway.
0: Fedorov. Anyway. I thought it was Russian. Whatever. Yuri. Anyway. anyway greg airs his characters such as ayato naoi uh naoi and angel beats manan in pre-tier and of course our lord and savior asu asuza mukami and diabolic lovers (laughs) burning the bear since 20 burning the bear in english since 2017 yes (laughs)
2: Cut me, it's how I like it.
0: Yes. Uh, Noia is the complete opposite.
2: (sighs) Well Lord. Okay, okay, friends and fam. Like so I was kind of devastated when Cliff Chapin A is not even in this dub at all, but B, he wasn't Tanaka. However, I'm not
0: in this dub yet. I do have to say
2: this, um, that Greg Cote, is that how you pronounce his last name? Yes. Surprised the show. Like hysterical like the best comedic timing i think out of anyone in here um he's always excited and here's my big note his screaming not annoying so like i loved all the little flips that he did with his character like when he was playing his own fake girlfriend i was like
0: oh Oh my god that's like one of the best scenes in the show hey i made you some chocolate thanks babe (laughs) I just thought he was so funny. (laughs) And I
2: was like, where is this guy been all my life? Like, (laughs) Butcliffe Chapin, we have a new champion. Oh, man. So then, like, then when Greg Ayres was Noya, my salt train will ride a little later on in this episode Uh um, because I had put him somewhere else. Uh, oh no i did too oh yeah this is another greg or bust kind of moment well it um, wasn't
1: greg or bust for me on that one but still.
2: okay <laughs> well well once i realized that noya is basically an older hinata with more of an attitude i i went all in so i love noya noya is like the little punky shit that you just want to like hang out with and like keep him in your back pocket um yeah. i I thought it was typical Greg, but I mean, I love this character, so it worked for me, and I liked that he was more of an asshole than normal Greg characters play. For the Together, moment. the
0: two of them are one of are like a unit of hysterical. I
2: know they're so yeah. funny. Like I just I love it. Like, uh, I love it i love it so good job greg again welcome to dub talk my name is Gigi. (laughs) run fast run fast oh my god i just realized it's the greg
0: squad what did (laughs) you say what did you say oh my god there's a greg squad they're both named greg yeah oh my god
1: hashtag greg squad oh god
0: i'm the host of this i've had this staring me in the face for hours and i jesus christ (laughs)
1: Anyway, um, so Greg has a lot... Uh, wow, I need to make the distinction, don't Which I? Which Greg? Ayers. Greg Ayers. Has a lot of spastic energy as Noya. And yet... that he, yeah, he he's right. putting
2: you to sleep right now. <laughs>
0: no.
1: And yet he has...
0: Noya took my energy. And
1: yet he has... <laughs> a lot of focus and drive because with noya while he has a lot of energy to him um but particularly the first few episodes where we do meet noya it it's also the same first few episodes where we meet Asahi and there's this big this pl- side plot point with noya asahi and Sugawara um and noya he kind of, He turns a bit more serious because he's like, why would you leave for like a month at a time? I want to play with you again. Like, what is wrong with you? You still love the game, right? It's the best
2: story ever told.
1: It takes a rather serious and dramatic turn. And Greg Ayers, I can't remember to make the distinction here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be so confusing. And Greg Ayers as Noya, I just really enjoyed that. Greg Ayers as Noya was... I actually really enjoyed him more with those dramatic moments where you can see his focus and his drive to self-improve and also be... He's kind of the glue that sticks the team... That puts the team together in a sense. Both on the court and off to a degree. Um, And then we have Greg Cote as Tanaka... I think I wrote the most notes about him, but two of them are script-slash-dialogue-related. Because, see, this is where my brain was like, I don't remember when I watched the Japanese a few years ago if all these characters swore or not. Because, of course, Tanaka in the English dub is the biggest potty mouth of the group. Um, but he also has some of my favorite lines. Um, I, I, again, I rewatched only the first, like, nine episodes plus episode 12. But a couple of my favorites, um, one that was very early on, he's still a little shit. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about, um, Kageyama. And then at some point, another time fairly early on, I think it was maybe around the three-on-three battle, was like, he said, he said the words, suck it, nerd. (laughs) Yep, I forgot (laughs) how that one. That was good. But, um... But the main note, really, I wrote about Greg Cote is that he's such a badass, like, smarmy ham, badass smarmy ham, and it's a perfect fit as Tanaka. Because Tanaka, he's also a ball of energy, but in a different sense, because he's trying to give off this badass tough guy act when he's not actually a badass. He's, he has more bark to Shitty eat. boys! <laughs> he, he has more <laughs> bark than bite to him. Though sometimes he can back up what he says at times too on the court. But but Greg Kote is just downright hilarious as Tanaka, and I loved every second of it. I mean, Cliver Chapin is a missed opportunity because lo and behold, we found out that he was actually helping, like working on Ushio and Tor. But. With John Swayze as the director, one of the directors here, missed opportunity. You could have grabbed him while he was there doing Ushio and Doris. There are Truman. other here.
0: characters that he could technically be, and there's one in season two, I think he would actually, two actually in season two, that I think he'd be perfect as. But that would Bakugo. also require him
1: flying back out to Houston, and considering God knows what kind of schedule he has to keep right now, I don't think it's going to happen.
2: Bakugo plays um, volleyball. Could you imagine if he got hit in the head, that ball would totally pop? Stupid Deku!
1: If 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 he, if Bakugo got hit in the head with a volleyball, and if it was by Hinata, Hinata would be dead. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P.
2: Ginger, R.I.P. Hinata
1: would be dead. R.I.P. <laughs> but but yeah, I love I love the duo of Gregs in both as both um, Tanaka and Noya. Um, they were both fun in their own way. Let me get Greg airs out of the way first. Oh. <laughs>
0: Uh, because, again, there's, there's one of these who has a, who has a dub, a dubby because of me. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, so, Greg as Noya was something I was kind of actually wasn't happy about at first. Um, I didn't think that he was going to be a really good fit as Noya, and was just like,
1: Oh, hey, Ayers is in this show.
0: Like, I I enjoy Greg Ayers being the loud, obnoxious guy every so often, but, like, I also like when he gets to use his big boy voice. Um, correction, he does actually have a big boy voice. Go watch *Karna Crusade. Um, but he was perfect as Noya when he did the rolling thunder and all the receives (laughs) and when he yells at Asahi. Like, I was like, okay, Greg, Ayers, you're good. You're good. Um, so I don't really want to add on to it, but God, I gotta gotta give Greg Cote, like, the biggest shout-out and the maddest props. Um, Like, I was really apprehensive of all people about uh, Tanaka, because he is such a funny character. And he's one of the first people on the team you get to meet, you get to kind of know. And he's kind of the big, dumb senpai guy. He really is. It's like, because, like, if you watch, they call him Sir Tanaka Sir in the English. They didn't keep any of the honorific stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the Japanese, it's like, call me senpai. Senpai! What's that louder? Senpai! Oh, God, it's so cute. And it's like it's so dumb and he's such a dumbass. I love and him. I think Greg Cote really got how dumb Tanaka is and like how endearing he is without being annoying. The, the girlfriend bits funny. He I like that he's one of the few characters that swears in the show. Like he calls Oikawa a douchebag at one point. Yep. Uh there's there's I like we didn't talk about it but like his version on uh, Car- uh N- Nekoma is Andrew Love's character. Yeah. Um and honestly, him and Andrew love yelling at each other was fucking hysterical. Oh my god, it was so good. Um, also, just especially with the person who plays Hinata, like when they all do like that funny glaring thing, it's really great. So, um, yeah, Greg Greg Cote earned his W as the golden ham for me last year. Like, he took that scenery and he chewed it. <laughs> um, he munched it, munched it hard. Um, Yikes. I don't think I can really say anything else than the other two have already said. So are we good to move on? Are we gonna move up the ladder and go talk about mommy and daddy? Yes.
1: Oh uh, my, my 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 um my my parents, you mean? My, <laughs> yeah. my souls. Basically train. me. Basically me <laughs> in a nutshell. If Lilac was
0: a man and a woman Megan, if you, you were
2: a Q character, who would you be?
0: If I um you haven't met him yet. Okay.
2: If I were a haiku character, who would I be?
0: Probably Oikawa. Probably Oikawa. <laughs> You'd be Oikawa. Alright, I'll take it. No, I'm gonna say this because you're gonna watch the show and I want you to look out for him. This character named Bokto. Okay. And when you meet Bokto,
1: you will immediately understand why my answer is Bokto. <laughs> okay, so let me ask this question. If we're if we're like if we're looking at overall, which character would I be? Oddly enough, I'm going to say this,
0: bokto Seter Akashi. Obviously, I don't know who the fuck that is. Since I haven't gonna seen learn. him. You're going to learn. You're going to learn very quickly who he oh, is. Oh,
1: boy. I
2: want to um, say Daichi. You,
1: you think I'm a Daichi?
0: Do you I think, think I'm Daichi?
2: Between Daichi okay, and I, okay, Suga, you, you would be a Daichi. Me, who would you
0: pick
1: for oh. me?
2: I mean, I would pick Tanaka, but I would also pick myself as Tanaka. So... I don't know. Really,
1: I'd be Daichi. I mean, that makes sense. Okay,
0: okay. Though, if you two were picking for me, who would you pick for me?
2: I would pick Tanaka for you. because uh... I haven't seen. I take my shirt off agree. as much as
0: Tanaka. I-
1: I'd say either. I, I would I'd, take say, it. I'd say either Tanaka or maybe Noya, because you're kind of a ball of energy. Yeah, but you are passionate way, way, about stuff. So Jamal wrote us a haiku for haiku. A haiku, ha- for, haiku. For, haiku. for haiku. Wow,
0: <laughs> good job. Anyway, ladies' night of fun, hot volleyball boys for all, Haikyuu dub-, dub Talks on. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Thanks, Jamal. Thanks, me, Jamal. I'm sorry that you had to walk in on a, a roast beef conversation <laughs> earlier. <laughs> anyway, we need to move on. So, st- our third years, our captain of the Karasano uh, um, Volleyball Club Daichi Sawamura, a.k.a. one of my his, spirit animals, his uh, number two, Koshi Sugawara, a.k.a. AKA, AKA Sugamama, a.k.a. my other spirit animal, <laughs> and then the the big old the big old guy with the man, Mr. Man Bum, Mr. Man Bun himself, Man
1: Bum, Man Bun, Both.
0: He's probably got a nice pair of buns. Yes. Wow. Um, love. Asahi Azume. God oh, bless Asahi. you, Asahi. Asahi, you Asahi is, Asahi is probably like the other character aesthetically I would like. He he seems like he's a cutie. Asahi is, is like way, the hottest you, one. Okay. By the way, if, you, if you've never seen the show and you're finally looking at a picture of like, because it's popped up on the screen and you look at Asahi. Yeah. Yes. It is canon in certain things in the manga around Christmas time that they have dressed up Asahi as Jesus. <gasps> that is amazing.
1: You guys know
2: I have a huge Jesus kink, right?
1: What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god. Actually, what? This
1: is the first time hearing this. Boys, oh, shit. boys, whoa, who, whoa.
2: boys who look like Jesus, Jesus are so hot.
1: Wow. What?
2: Okay. Like aesthetically, that is what I like.
1: Okay. What? You've never Moving on. Can we do predictions now? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. roll that back. No. I'm sorry, what? If they
2: have long <laughs> hair and, like, a beard oh. and, like, a mustache. So hot. Double points for eyeliner. Wow.
1: Gigi, G- what? we need to get you a Vanilla Boy.
2: All right, That's Vanilla Boys, if you're listening do. to this podcast. We need to you to get know, you a
1: Vanilla Boy.
2: You know my Twitter. H- hit me up.
1: <laughs> anyway.
2: I, I... I need Jesus.
1: <laughs> you need Asahi right now, huh?
2: <laughs> Asahi, our Lord and Savior. Get on your knees to pray.
1: Whoa, whoa, shit. Um, before this gets even weirder, can I go through my predictions for these three?
2: Please yes. do, because mine's going to get real weird, real
1: fast. Okay. Um, I'm going to start. Uh, who do I want to start with? I'll start with Daichi, actually. Uh, so Daichi and Sugawara had two each, and then Asahi was the one where my well, the other one where was the, where it had to be one person or bust. And uh, so Daichi, Daichi, of course, he's a nice person. He's the leader and everything that. But Daichi can also like scare the fuck out of you <laughs> at times. So I tried finding. I tried looking for. Voice actors who who can play a nice guy but can be tim- intimidating is all help. And the two people I came up with for Daichi was David Matranga and Adam Noble because both of them have played similar characters. With David Matranga, David Matranga has done so much at this point. Like there's no use in bringing up examples. Um, Adam Noble, though, the ca- like his character in Nozaki kun is what reminded me uh, and put him here for Daichi. Uh, Sugawara, Sugawara is obviously the team mom. He is, he's the moral ground in a sense. He's an, he's another part of that glue that sticks to, sticks the group together. Uh, so the two people I had for Sugawara, I had Clint Bigum as my first choice, but then I also had Blake Shepard as my second choice here, uh, kind of playing against type in a sense. And then as for Asahi, when I looked at the character... And when I was making predictions for this, I had only one thought in my mind. And, it's a, and considering what happened, it's a missed fucking opportunity. I will... You, you will eat those fucking words. <laughs> I, I, I was like, David Walder bust for Asahi. That's where oh, I... This is, this is my... where I wanted David Wald. This is where I wanted David Wald. I wanted him as Asahi so bad because, like, he's played like the he's played the gentle giant before. Like, let's look back at Kiss Him, Not Me. Soft walled,
2: soft walled.
1: Yes, (laughs) and um, like his character is fairly similar to his character in Kiss Him, Not Me, but at the same time, Asahi is also mistaken a lot as a thug. So he at least needs to kind of have that presence that you can misinterpret and mistaken very easily, and I felt that David Wald could pull that off. But of course, David Wald is elsewhere, so I am. You're going to eat those words, woman. I am disappointed. I am disappointed. You can suck your disappointment right the fuck up.
2: Well, well, stuff. <laughs> I do have to agree with you that Adam Noble would play a very nice Daichi. Ooh, yay! that's where I put Adam Noble, because I nice. just watched Umaru, and I was like, well, Daichi sort of sometimes gets stepped on a lot by all these people who like to talk over him, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is where I want Adam Noble. Um, as for... Who else was talking about? Suga. Suga, I had, like, a problem trying to find somebody, but then I was like, no, wait, Suga's like vanilla white bread. So I better fucking put Adam Gibbs here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa! Oh, hold on. Shit. Hold on. Adam Gibbs is not vanilla white bread all the fucking time. Let's get that straight right now. I've seen Parasite. I didn't
2: I didn't like it. But
1: But have you seen Beyond the Boundary?
2: No, I've never seen Beyond the Boundary.
1: He's not okay, vanilla first, white we'll bread. to fix that. Well, in my
2: mind when I think Adam Gibbs, I think Rookie who is vanilla white bread. So I thought...
0: Okay, that's true.
2: I did most of my predictions here based on Diabolic Lovers characters. I think I put everybody in the cast in here except for Houston Hayes somewhere.
1: I'm not surprised um, by this. So actually.
2: my Vanilla White Bread went to Suga. So Adam Gibbs...
1: Vanilla White Bread. Stop it. However...
2: I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> However, for my Asahi... Oh, God. This is do? where I put... If God really loved me, if Jesus Asahi really loved me and I had done a lot of <laughs> praying, if he would have come down from fucking Dallas. Oh no. Ian Sinclair. Why am as I surprised? Asahi.
0: Why am I not surprised? To
2: the flip side, I also put Andrew Love because Andrew Love is the Sentai Ian Sinclair. Okay. Now, okay. granted, Asahi is kind of submissive, but. Ian Sinclair can also be very princely and submissive. Andrew Love, I'm not sure if I've ever heard him play that kind of type. So it would be sort of playing against type. But I wanted to see what he can do. Like with um, when he played Takio in My Love Story, I really wanted to see like that softer Andrew Love side to him. So I really wanted to see that come out because, you know, you're a tall, big guy but you still would have a big manly voice, a big manly alpha voice. So that's what I was thinking of with Asahi.
0: Well, well, welcome back to Dub Talk where everybody's wrong. I was right, <laughs> well, though. Well, no,
1: no, Gigi did get one.
0: Oh, right. Gigi was right for once. <laughs> I've been right a lot lately. She got a few right, actually. Actually, she's been doing really well tonight. I've, I've been so failing. So, is played by Justin Doran. Sugawada is played by Adam Gibbs. Whoop. And Asahi is played by Orlanders Jones. So we're gonna get this one out of the way. Asahi Orlando Jones has not been in any anime before this. Yeah, he's new.
2: He's <laughs> New. Hi. And if
0: I'm correct, one of the guys on our uh, if you don't if you don't live in Houston, uh, one of the guys who runs the Discord for our anime dubs or the our anime dub subreddit does um, viewings with the Alamo Draft House and Sentai, mm-hmm. and apparently, um, one of the actors we don't know which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, was shown Haikyuu to audition and he didn't really know what was going on and asked if there was an English version he could watch oh, to God. understand the show better. Oh
1: no. <laughs> That's great.
0: And I wish I had that screenshot still because it was fucking hysterical. That's great. Um, Here we go. Justin Doran is uh, Shirojiro uh, Bertoni in Horizon in the Middle of Nowhere, Alpha slash Kaido in Toa Nangkwan, and uh, Rinroku, Kaisho, Kaijo in UnGo, ah, uh. <laughs> and Gigi's just like
2: fuck. I fucking hate that show. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, Adam Gibbs is Hiromi uh, Hiromi Nase and Beyond the Bell. aka Best Boy. Shut the fuck up. That's not how you say Akinator. You, know. <laughs> you, um, <laughs> you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Go again. Rookie and Motomaki and Diabolic Lovers. more. Body. Aka Vanilla White Bread. Yeah. He's not Vanilla White Bread. <laughs> He's kind of vanilla white God bread. God damn
2: it! He's vanilla white bread for a vampire. So vanilla pink
0: bread? God damn it! Vanilla blood
2: bread? Yeah! It's a blood sandwich. He's O positive.
0: <laughs> God damn it, you guys. I hate you. Do you really hate us or do you love us? And he's also uh, Yuki Sanada in Suritama. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. I feel like if I say the things that I want to say, that I'm going to get castrated by both of you. Do it, bitch! Do it! Oh, God. All right. Well, let's let's start with Daichi, because he's the one that probably will least offend you both the most. Cool. Daichi, vanilla white bread, but that's what this character is, like team mom.
0: He's so... It's team daddy, I thank know.
2: you. Oh, daddy. Um, he's so... <laughs> He's so soft-spoken and so adorable. I really liked Daichi. Like, I can't say anything wrong about Daichi, because Daichi was Daichi. Like, I've never heard of this guy before. So Me either. I was, uh, yeah, more like usual. If you weren't in Diabolic Lovers or Diabolic More blood, I have no idea who you are. Um, But I just, I thought Daichi was adorable. I, I like Daichi. Like, he's not, like, on my top list of people, like, characters. But I really like the voice here um Suga Adam Gibbs too good and pure for this world I thought of vanilla white bread with God a little not again with a little bit of sadness um what like, I feel Suga like on the inside is a little bit sad and I kind of heard okay. that little twinge in in the vocal performance, sometime like when everybody, you know, the first years were getting to play, and he was on the bench. I was okay, like, "Okay, oh, yeah, I see what you're damn, saying." Damn, Suga! Like, what the hell? Like, you should be out there with your third year buddies, and instead we you're bench warming. We must, must protect
1: this boy. Must protect we must
2: protect. Must um, protect Suga. Must
1: protect Suga.
2: This, this, I felt that he was so mature in this anime, mm-hmm. and out of all the Adam Gibbs stuff that I've seen, this is my favorite Adam Gibbs performance that I've ever heard. No nice. So. I mean, granted, I've only seen three or four. And I can only think of two off the top of my head. But comparatively, this is my favorite one. So I don't really like Suga as a character. He's not my thing. Obviously, why? We all know why. But, you know. But I really liked his performance here. So that's really good. If you can make me like a character that I don't like, that's A+. And then we have Asahi. (laughs) Um, So... He's one of my favorite characters. He's definitely my favorite third year. And Mm -hmm. he really needed like a sensitive alpha voice. Um, And this one I felt was way more sensitive than it was alpha. Like just in the way that the body of this character is built, like it's really built to have a more... Masculine, more alpha sounding voice, and I didn't get that here. I got a lot of the sensitivity. Now, this guy is new, so I don't know how many times he's been in a booth, if any. I found a lot of like the pronunciation and the enunciation of his words to be a little like jarring. Like, I felt like he was kind of reading off a script, which obviously he was reading off a script, but at the same time, like. With everybody else, every piece of dialogue felt very conversational. And here I just felt like he hit his T's too hard or something. Like he was trying very hard to make the words come across like exactly enunciated, like as if he were on a stage. Like I think I had this issue with somebody else recently that I had talked about. Um, But I just, I think that it sounded scripted. I do hope that he can get more parts and hone his craft a little bit. I mean, but for a first time for somebody in the booth, I mean, I think it was very serviceable. I just, it wasn't what I wanted, but that's fine. I just, I want him to get like more practice, I guess. I know that sounds bad. I mean, I didn't think it was awful, but I just like, I know he said like a word like that or something. And it was like that. And I was like, oh, sweetie the tea the tea in your pop filter so i was just like that's how i felt about asahi like i could tell he was a little wet behind the ears okay so i mean
1: i i can i can see what you're saying i can see what you're saying there megan
2: is seething silently i feel you (laughs) through the skype
1: oh
0: no no but um (laughs) (laughs) but i think you can't see it but i'm doing like on on my neck like the, the Dolphosaurus. The like, god damn it. Like My little like flapper things are up. The Dolphosaurus
2: right. is gonna come out.
0: So. I don't have a dick. I can't be a dope God damn it. Actually, wait. Yes, I can. I could be a dope If I
1: wanted to. <laughs> oh, lord. Anyway. All I need is a belt. Well, oh, god damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway. I'm gonna get the easiest one out of the way first. Adam Gibbs is fucking perfect. No. <laughs> yeah you didn't see that one coming gee (laughs) gee no i wonder why gee no i wrote suga is precious team mom adam is perfect as the moral center of the team and is just a gentle soul he's such a gentle soul he has so much patience too much patience for his own goddamn good (laughs) so similar to me um that's why Suga is one of my spirit animals in the show. Suga is also probably someone I would be interested in.
2: Wow. Because he's has And vanilla. you're mad at me he's why? Cute. You're mad at me why? For speaking the truth.
1: No, but one of the big things that I really appreciated about Adam Gibson's performance as Suga is that is the fact that he is sidelined through most of the show. And... When we finally do get to see him play in an actual match, again, similar to Tadashi, it's during the Abajosai um, game. And Suga actually brings in a very new perspective because he's been sidelined for so long. Like, he's seeing the game as an outsider and he's coming in and he's able to, like, help relieve all this, like, relieve all this tension that's been going on throughout the whole game. And it just... Adam Gibbs, in general, is the perfect team mom. I just love it. It's great. Um, as for Justin and Orlanders, this is where the new newbies get interesting to me. Um, Daichi... What did I have for Daichi? Uh, Justin Duran is interesting as Daichi. Having a newbie in a role like this is actually really great to hear. Because Daichi... Like I was saying earlier, Daichi, he is a nice guy, he's a good leader, but he can be scary. (laughs) The first few episodes when we're introduced to him, (laughs) The the best way to describe how scary Daichi can be is after he tosses Hinata and Kageyama out of the gym and tells him that they're not allowed in until they can actually be teammates, and... They're both yelling outside, like we'll be, we'll be good, we'll be good teammates. And Kageyama specifically is like, I'll get along with him, just let me play. And then Daichi opens the door slightly, and all you see is just an eye staring at you, just like straight face and serious. He's like, Are you sure? Like, Daichi was just fun. Daichi was always a fun character to me, and I I really liked Justin as this 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 kind hearted yet tough and kind of scary, intimidating guy when he has to be. Because let's face it, Daichi is the captain of a team that's filled with a lot of idiots on it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Honestly, oh. yes. Just like
0: Dubtoff. <laughs> yes. Oh, Just you know, like me. Now you know why I thought you were
2: Daichi.
1: Yeah. Daichi. I, I I am also Daichi. Daichi's my other spirit animal. Um, So yeah, I really like Justin a lot as Daichi. Now, Orlander's is the interesting one. Because... Out of all the newbies that I heard while watching this show, Orlanders was the roughest one and took the longest time for me to adjust to as his Asahi. Part of it probably because I was originally dead set on David Wall that I was mad. But part of it, I think a lot of it too, is because out of all the newbies that are in the show, again, Orlanders is brand spanking new, never done a dub in his goddamn life. So, of course, this is, like, training wheels for him. So, it took a while for not only me to adjust to it, but I think for him to grow into the character. So, especially when we first meet him partway through the first core of the show. However, once he kind of gets going into it a bit, goes into it a bit more, he's such a (laughs) softy, And it turns into something that's really adorable. Because, again... Asahi is the adorable, the adorable, the gentle giant that is easily mistaken as a thug. I believe there is one point where he is mistaken as... A 30-year-old guy who has been held held back in high school, like, seven fucking times. And here you have Asahi overhearing this. He's like, what? I don't understand. (laughs) Like, everybody- And except for,
0: like, all these people are spreading, like, bad rumors about him, and it's literally him being, like, actually an angel. Yeah.
1: And then you also have people, like, staring at him, like, this is their ace. He's so intimidating. And Asahi's just like, what did I do? (laughs) Like he's such an adorable little doof, and he's so innocent. And like once, once I, once I got through that rough patch with Orlanders like starting out as Asahi, I really grew into it. And he was just so soft and adorable by the end. And I'm just like so
0: soft, so I'm soft. I'm like I'm, rub, I'm rub.
1: for you, Asahi, because Asahi was. I think Asahi and Suga were my two favorite characters when I watched the show originally. And while. Asahi's not my favorite character in the dub anymore. Suga still is, but um, Asahi was still so adorable, and he's such a gentle giant. And Orlanders does did play it rather really well. And I'm like Gigi. I'm kind of in the camp with Gigi, where because he's brand new, it's a lot train a lot of training wheels for him, and trying to like come across with natural dialogue. Because I did have those moments similar to you, Gigi, where it's like you're reading off of a script. Um, but I th- I'm hoping, um, uh, when season two comes out, it'll sound a lot more natural for him now that he's had this chance to get, to know the character of Asahi as well as get the chance to work, like get that, get those training wheels off finally and really go for it. Um, but yeah, all three of them are really nice though. Orlanders took probably the longest time for me to adjust to.
0: Ding, ding! Let's get ready to rumble! Here we go! Because there's a reason why you gave Orlanders your voice actor to watch, isn't there? Yeah, because not everybody can be fucking Danny Chambers. And just roll out of the gate and be, like, fucking perfect. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, uh Let's get this out. I guess I'll, I'll start with Asahi, because Asahi was probably actually one of my favorite performances in the show. Uh-oh. Um i genuinely loved it i like the fact that he sounded like a big dude like i i like that he sounded like a big guy i like that he sounded a little bit rougher in his speaking than daichi and and suga because asahi isn't good at communicating with people No, he's not honestly And that's a huge point to the beginning of his character is that he felt really inadequate and very, very walled off and scared to come back. And that's why he fought with Noya. Um, I think that Asahi was great. I thought that Orlander's really, really fit in as the character. And I'm very happy with that. I can't wait to hear him come back in season two. Now that he has more experience, I hope he shows up in more Sentai stuff um I, I i i genuinely loved him uh justin as i i hope his name is justin my thing is down um yeah justin as daichi yeah. also really grew on me in the show i thought he really captured the dad voice like he captured the mature older leader of the Karasuno team while who is also kind of a dork too i thought he really played off of suga really well i thought he did great at monologues when he had to give a speech cap yeah. cap daichi um, and then Adam gives us Suga. Adam Gibbs is one of the best voice actors at Sentai. Um, we saw last year that Adam Gibbs can go ex- unexpected places. I mean, f- please, t- oh god, shit, I forgot which one's in Hyoka. Who, Adam? Is it Adam? Yeah, Oroki? Thank you. <laughs> Too many Gibbs, too many Gregs, too many Gibbs. Adam Gibbs is. I really, I do definitely agree that Suga. Uh, when he finally gets to go onto the court, it was really great when he's like, I don't know what this feeling is, but I really don't want to give it up. And I liked how when he when he smacked them all when he came on. Yeah, onto the that court, was like ha, and that was really cute. And then he adorable. gives like a high
2: five to Noya. It was so cute.
0: Oh, Suga. And then he like, just pats Hinata on the head, and he's just like, I love you, Suga. Suga
1: is amazing. Must protect his boy. But I think
0: Adam Gibbs is honestly one of the best roles in the whole show, mm-hmm. and for a very long time, I actually had him as a W contender, and at the last second, I had to switch him out for um, for Chris Waycamp. Yeah. Uh, which, thank God, season two of Haiku comes out in the spring of this year, so I could potentially put him on again. Woo-hoo, uh- woo-hoo! <laughs> so hopefully he'll pick it up in season two uh, but I can't give Orlando's my next voice actor to watch but honestly like I do agree that it can be a little bit rough but I don't think that actually is a deterrent to the character because Aussie's kind of rough, a little rougher on the edges because he's a little weird goober um, also by the way I did post the picture of him dressed as the Jesus in the chat to which I responded
2: fuck wait
1: wait wait fuck. I didn't see this
0: it's in the Skype chat.
1: I did not see this hold
0: There's two of them. There's one of him is Jesus and says accepting Asahi as your Lord and Savior.
1: Come on, it's
0: Well Steph looks that up. I'd also like to point out that i I'd also like to point out there's apparently going to be a sequel to The Passion of the Christ, and somebody on Twitter called it Two Passion Two Christ, Jesus takes the wheel. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> living fuck is this? <laughs> Asahi dresses Jesus uh, being crucified on their volleyball net. My- That's a thing they do. What the fuck? Speaking of what the fuck, Hinata and Sh- uh, Shouya Hinata and Tobio
1: Kageyama. Oh boy, uh, I don't understand this show sometimes.
2: And the shippers are weird, yo. Anything for the ship, anything for the ship, it sails.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but seriously though, before we really do move on to Kageyama and Hinata. Uh, Are we good about Daichi, Suga, and Asahi? Suga is best boy. I will hear no arguments.
2: Oh, Kawa is best boy.
0: Yeah, if you're into sluts. Oh! Oh!
2: Look at my track record.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Look at Gigi's track record, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Anyway.
0: Let's move on.
1: Our two leads.
0: So, yes, we... Our two leads are Shoyo Hinata, a short little dude, a short little Jinji, who's really good at jumping, and Tobio Kageyama, a (laughs) douchebag.
1: You're not (laughs) wrong.
0: No, Tobio Kageyama, a setter with a big stick up his butt who got rejected by his team and became the king of the court. It is his journey with Hinata for Hinata to learn and grow as a player, and for Hinata to become the lube that will slowly get the stick that has
1: launched up Kageyama's ass out. Wow. <laughs> the the weirdest part about that whole sentence is, is that it's actually kind of accurate. <laughs> yup. I can't say that it's not that you're wrong because you're not wrong oh god predictions hey excuse
0: me that's my line <laughs> well you're not doing predictions
1: <sighs> um did you want to go first Gigi?
2: hinata is my gregers or bust prediction
1: i also had greg as hinata but i also had blake shepherd as well
2: what excuse me yeah my slutty little blake yeah, as, as poor innocent Hinata. I can't
0: believe my Blake is a slutty.
2: Ooh, I watched that anime. You would. Um. Wow. Okay. I will. I will. Would like to hear your reasoning because Greg Ayers as Hinata is like my number one.
1: Well, Greg Ayers as Hinata was choice. also the typecast one,
2: well, and yeah. I only put it
1: in there because of, of typecasting. But I was looking for something different, and. For Blake Shepard, because I have heard him in roles that aren't the fucking slut (laughs) compared to you. Well. and (laughs) So.
2: Why would I I waste my time?
1: Well, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) No, I mean, I really wanted to hear something different from Blake Shepard. And when I picture Hinata as this ball of energy i've seen similar roles where blake has a good amount of energy as well to his character so i was like you know what why don't we put it here i can hear his voice working well with this character if he wanted to so i re- i really wanted to see blake here honestly that was my blake was my first choice um did you want to go over your kageyama predictions or should i there was only one it
2: was dave matranga for reasons
1: okay Uh, so for reasons, I had Adam Gibbs as one. (laughs) I can Uh, actually
2: see that, but I don't want to see it.
1: And then my other prediction for Kageyama was actually the Raldo and Zaldua. Cause... What? Well, again, Kageyama... Oh, stick up. Yes. Is a little douche nugget. (laughs) He's he's a douche. He's not a
0: douchebag. He's just a nugget.
1: (laughs) Yes. I think... uh. And Loraldo, like the tone of voice that Loraldo has, is more baritone, which is I feel like a good, a better fit for Kageyama, and also to counteract more, counteract more of not a falsetto for a tenor. Tenor is the term, term I'm probably looking for.
0: Yes. More of a
1: tenor voice for Hinata, oh, so that no. kind of makes it a good b- counterbalance. And then in Adam Gibbs's case, Adam Gibbs has played. More of the quiet, care, quiet stoic characters before, but I've never, but if I, if I remember right, actually, he has played the Jack, the, the Smarmy Jack off before. If we're talking Hamatora, actually, yeah, he has played the Smarmy Jack off in Hamatora, actually. So I think that might be why I actually put Adam here as well. But yeah, I had Adam in Loraldo for Kageyama.
0: Shoyo Hinata is played by Bryson Vegas and. Uh, Kage- Tobio Kageyama is played by Scott Gibbs. Uh, Bryson Biggest you will know as Takumi Aldini in Food Wars, Bell, in is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And the ultimate deserver of no Toborones ever. <laughs> Kirie in I No Kasabi, because nobody a deserves the big Tobarone, a- aka. Doll. And he's also one of he's also one of the brother uh, the Murakami brothers. I co co one. he's co he's co. Okay, he's Ko who does deserve a big Toblerone. Yeah. Specifically,
2: Yuma's big Toblerone. What? That's his brother? Ew. It's ship it. It's not his real brother.
1: Okay, yeah, that's about to fair. be fair. They're uh, not real brothers. <laughs> anyway,
0: Scott Gibbs, it plays Satoshi Ishiki in Food Wars, Sora in No Game and No Life, and Alex Tachibana in Himoto Umaru-chan. By the way, before we bring this up, we do like to remind you that Dub Talk is sponsored by Eagle Creek Beer. It gets
2: you (laughs) shit-faced. Eagle Creek Beer. Drink till she's pretty. Oh god.
0: Duff beer for you. I'll have a duff. duff.
1: You'll have have one one too. too. (laughs) No, and also as a reminder, Scott Gibbs also is Mikorin. Mikoshiba in uh, Nozakiku. Mikorin. Miko Mikorin. I, I feel like
0: somewhere out there, Nico Yazawa just died in Miami again. <laughs> anyway, when do
2: you start? I might as well continue the trend, yo. I might as Let's well continue go. the trend. Let's go. Uh, Scott Gibbs, what did I write down? Dude, bro. I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but I, I feel like he belongs. Okay. So I feel like he actually belongs the most here. I think he plays a great arrogant asshole. I thought he was actually like played Kageyama way louder then I thought he would be because for okay. me, Kageyama is kind of like the stoic asshole, kind of like Suki, but turned up 13 levels. Mm. Um, but it works. And I really loved hearing him here. And I think he honestly, like in the little cast, like belonged the most. Like I th- felt like he was like the center, okay. which I guess Hinata could sort of be considered the center. But I felt that Kageyama is the center of the ensemble here. And then Hinata, well, after I got off my salt train again, I realized that Bryson Bogus sounds like a younger Greg Ayers, and I really just flipped my Noya and my Hinata predictions to make them real. So it's basically the same thing, so I was okay with it. Um, He's a little more innocent, and he, like, but here's the thing with my, here's the thing with Bryson playing Hinata for me. I don't feel like this is a challenging role for him. Like, I almost feel like this is too easy for him. Because okay. we've been talking about Bryson Bogus like, consistently for the past year. And, like, how awesome he is. Like, he played such a great co. And he was, like, fantastic. And we wanted to kill him. And Aino Kusabi and whatever other...
0: Fuck you, a you little shit. <laughs> there you go.
2: And, like, I just kind of felt like this was was too easy for him like I, I want granted Hinata's not a character with a lot of depth he's like your typical shonen protagonist which he's basically like you say
0: that now well, you say I do that because now. I haven't
2: seen season 2 so maybe once, once that happens I'm sure I'll have more to say but as of season 1 he feels like volleyball Naruto to me <laughs> which doesn't
0: have a lot get out of my fucking house <laughs> Which get <laughs> no, shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, Blood. I just like I feel that That's an insult to HiQ. That's a better written series than fucking Naruto. Well, I haven't you even have, seen most of you Naruto. T- You've touched a nerve. Oh,
1: he no. feels like
2: a typical Shonen protagon. Touch a nerve. She shoved a hand at my ass. I'm oh. a puppet. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Because this is how he is. He's a typical Shonen pro tag.
1: He is. Honestly, as of season one, it it is is. cutting.
2: He's cookie cutter shown in protag for season one, which I feel for Bryson isn't much of a challenge for him because he has played characters with more depth in season one. I have not seen the rest. So don't crucify me over the fact that I haven't seen the rest of this yet. But I feel that there could be a lot more levels. But it also depends on the way the character was written. So you can't fault him. He does a great job. He's basically like Greg Ayers. Light and that's fine with me because I wanted gray hairs in the first place, so they both did really good. I thought Scott Gibbs did really well, but don't crucify me for saying volleyball Naruto yo, don't crucify me like fucking Asahi up on that volleyball net. <laughs> god
1: damn it, Why nails in exist? my palms? All right, Nail um,
2: crown of thorns. <laughs> oh god, Vegas, noise to remember, is you. coming again.
0: I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the SARS is back! Oh
1: no! Oh god! Can me. I get my thoughts in there before you go full Velociraptor? Please. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> making the noise! <laughs> Wait, well, you know Megan is mad. She goes full Velociraptor! velociraptor. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck me. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Spanish flea music, save us all.
1: It's interesting how you... S- I'm going I'm to talk about Bryson first, actually. It's very interesting how you say that Hinata is a very, very simplistic character for Bryson to play, considering all the more complex ones we've seen him play in the past year. At the same time... It is a different character for him to play. Because let's face it. We've seen him in Diaboc Lovers. We've seen him in Monmusu. We've seen him in Aino Kusabi. We've seen him... Where else? I mean, I haven't seen Danmachi. But he's there. We've seen him in Food Wars. And Hinata is just a different kind of character that Bryson gets to play. And as simplistic of a character as Hinata is. He's still a ball of energy a little naive ball of energy and Bryson plays that really well. Like the naive ball of energy. He doesn't know what's what or how things work. And I mean, I'm not saying that it was bad because I don't think it was bad.
2: I just, no, it's just just not the best thing he's ever done.
1: Right. you're, 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 you just liked the complex characters that he's played more than this. I can understand that. And, because again, Hinata is a very different kind of character compared to some of the other ones he's we've seen him in, and I think it's I think it's rather adorable. He's this again, he's this ball of energy, this naive ball of energy, who just wants to stay in the game longer than anyone else. And Bryson is very adorable. I I will agree that I have seen Bryson in m- much better shows as more complex characters. But at the same time, Hinata is a lot of fun. I do enjoy him as Hinata. Now, Scott Gibbs. It's Kageyama.
2: Uh-oh. Here the Dilphosaurus comes again.
1: <laughs> well, no. Watch where you step. Well, no. Megan can attest to this. There's a reason why I gave Scott Gibbs a W award this year. This past year. Because I, I gave him one of my best male performances for comedy. And... Scott, to kind of go over this again, if people didn't listen to the dubbies, when I first saw the casting of Scott Gibbs as Kageyama, I was extremely hesitant because I'm of the belief that Scott Gibbs does really well in comedies. Uh, I really enjoyed him in Nozaki-kun and love him in Food (laughs) Force. He's great. But um, I also haven't heard, unfortunately, I haven't seen No Game, No Life and I also haven't heard the best Don't. things about it, either. Don't. And unfortunately, particularly, I haven't heard the best things about Scott Gibbs' performance. Though, I, because of this, I now have a passing curiosity. I do actually have it on DVD, so... Um, but... I always thought that Scott was better suited to comedies. But Kageyama is an interesting character because while he is comedic, he's also very serious. And I was very hesitant to hear how that would go because of, because of my feelings towards him in more serious, dramatic roles. And then when I got to watch the show and I got to hear him just talk for 20 fucking minutes, I was sold. Because not only was he not only did he do really well with the um series side of Kageyama, the arrogant douchey kinda of side of Kageyama, we also also thought the course of the series, Kage- the big thing for Kageyama is he learns to kind of loosen up a bit and to trust his team rather than just be a lone wolf on the court. And it's it's actually a really it turns into a really endearing performance from Scott and I love it so much. Like anytime that Scott has the hardest, anytime Kageyama has the hardest time trying to interact nicely with his teammates, it's probably the best ever that I heard from Scott. <laughs> uh, to give an example, let's go back to their practice match with Alba Josai. Where Hinata serves and accidentally hits Kageyama in the back of the head. And then Kageyama goes towards him, because Hinata's been a nervous wreck this entire time. He's like, hey, why'd you do that? W- was that scary to you? I mean, there's nothing scarier than hitting me in the head now, is there? Really? Really? Is there? Is there? So so if there's nothing scarier, you should be fine, Right? You already did the most terrifying thing and it was just great. <laughs> so if anything if anything, Scott Gibbs' Kageyama is probably one of my favorite performances of the entire show. Yay. And and I just love it so so much. It's he's an he's an arrogant douchebag, but he's also endearing. <laughs> he tries to change and it's kind of adorable when he tries very, very hard. Um, and I just love it so
2: much. Dilphosaurus stalks its prey. <laughs> coming in the middle of the night. Oh, God. Making a noise to warn all other animals.
1: Can care <laughs> Megan, what do you think? <laughs> I think she's dead right now. I think we need to call 911 for her. <laughs>
0: Uh, eh. Oh, God, that was actually hurting my throat. <laughs>
1: God
0: damn. Okay, you guys... oh Okay, did you guys weren't on the Cry Crybaby episode. The guys learned I can actually do a machine gun noise with my mouth.
1: That's terrifying. W-
0: <laughs> Basically, I did that at one point in the episode. And they were all mildly terrified. So you're all learning that I'm actually probably a... Semi-decent Foley artist. Uh, No. <laughs> I completely disagree with Gigi, by the way. He C- not is a complex character. I would say this is by far you know who I think the worst Bryson Baggis character that he played is? The lead in Monster Moose. I was gonna Usume. say it's Monster Moose. That dude wasn't that, a character. So. That was a cardboard cutout to be fucked by a horse. I wouldn't put myself um,
2: through that torture.
0: See, you have standards sometimes. Yeah, see? Um, I don't when it comes to watching anime. So after this, I'm going back to watch the Gay Space Rock show. No, not Steven Universe, Land of the Lustrous, which I better be on a Dub Talk episode for. I'm gonna punch a man. Um, But no, I think that he actually nailed Hinata. Um, One of the hardest things I think that um, Bryson would ever have to nail is Ayumu Murase's ability to make very strange noises. Because uh, if you've never watched Haikyuu uh, before, the dub, um, I implore you to look up any video compilation of Hinata being hit with a volleyball that was great I love that the best one being when somebody sucked it up to the fallout boy song oh (laughs) god it's like heavy metal broke my heart I can't make the actual noise that's great but um so I thought he really nailed it and I thought that I think that he's the perfect person to play Hinata because Hinata's character are growth in the next two seasons of the show are fantastic And I think that you see the starts of it here. I don't think he's just playing a cookie cut. If the fact that you even dared compare him to Naruto is a smack in the face to Hinata. Oh no! Well, like Shoujo Hinata is ten times the character Naruto will ever fucking. Well, be. I first of um, all, I haven't even
2: seen most of Naruto. Second, you're doing
0: yourself a service.
2: Secondly, um, <laughs> I will look forward to being proven wrong in the next two
0: seasons. Same. Anyway. Uh, so, I- I thought Bryson was fantastic. Um, I also want to give Bryson a shout-out to the hustle that he has to do to actually be a fucking voice actor. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, dude, how the fuck do you function as a human being? Probably the same way as Cliff does from time to time, because my god, that's like- Coffee and pure- I'm hoping it's coffee and pure rage. Um and a dog, <laughs> uh, but anyway. And then on to Scott. Scott Gibbs is also somebody I was really apprehensive because I actually probably would have switched the two of them around.
1: Oh, interesting. In my predictions, really? if
0: I'm right, um, I thought I thought Scott Gibbs was fantastic as Kageyama, and I think to me the moment that really, really I felt like he really got Kageyama the most is when Kageyama is freaking out before they pull him for Suga for the first time. Um and he's like slowly sinking back into his old ways mm. because he's scared of Wakawa. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's like yep, this is why this guy is at, is this character. Yep. Um I I honestly I really want to see where season 2 goes and season 3 where there's some moments of tension between Kageyama and Hinata. Mm. Um so I, I look forward to it. And it's really weird to, to talk about the show because I haven't gotten to see season two. And I really want to watch the dub of season two more than I want to watch the dub of season one. Because season two is a lot more of the character dynamics that I really like. Um, the only part of the anime I haven't seen, and I've read the manga for this, so this is why I know what happens. I haven't actually watched the third season of the show. I've wa- I've read it. What is that season? Because here's the thing. Season three is literally one match.
2: Really? Eight episodes long or something. It's really short. It's ten. Yeah. It's ten wow. episodes okay. long. okay.
0: And it's, only, it's one match. Hmm. I'm not saying who it's against, but it's just one match. Um, so I really want to see all of these guys kind of come together for that. But I think that season one proves that Bryson and Scott were the best two choices for this. Um, And with that, do you guys want to kind of move it in? I want to kind of move into final thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, let's go. And go first, since I'm, I'm talking already. Um, this is a long, an anime for a long-running shounen series. Like, the manga is still ongoing. It is a very long, very tedious journey. And I believe, outside of Ushio and Tora and maybe Rene, and Food Wars, it might be one of the longer shows that Sentai has. I think so. But only it... in food wars are still being made seasons or potentially has seasons to be made um i think that while there are a few little minor technical like pronunciation stuff this is a really solid dub and i was not disappointed like i was when funimation put out three like that was my biggest fear coming into this was like i've just dumped all this money on this show i've waited for three years this is gonna suck and it didn't and i was so relieved and i was really afraid that sentai had forgotten how much people really cared about this show but it's clear to me that they didn't and that they've kind of learned their lessons from other things that I didn't like in previous releases that they had. I'm really happy they took it now to release it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if this would have come out in, say, like, around the age where Sentai was doing, like, Amnesia's dub. Or,
1: If um, it was fir- basically first... Basically, if it was first released at the time that it was... When that first Would have come out. out. I feel like it would not have been a good yeah. dub.
0: I feel like it would have tanked on Arrival. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't think Sentai had found their footing yet and, like, got into a good groove. Do I think this is as good as maybe some of the fun of me? May- I think it's better the dub than fucking Free is, but at this point, a bunch of goats yelling into a microphone could be a better dub than Free. I think this is com- oh, is it's, it's really good. I don't think it's maybe Sentai's best dub from last year to be honest. Like, I feel like that they, they put out some other stuff that I, I probably would have enjoyed more. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. Um, but I hope that Sentai really heaps up this kind of work. Because I really want to see them put a lot of effort for, like... If this show is a lot of, like, male characters, I really want to see what they're going to do for a show like Land of the Lustrous, where there's a bunch of female presenting characters. Okay. Um... But I think that they have a good foundation in place. I can't wait to see what they do for season two with some of the cast additions for characters like Bokuto, uh, Akashi, the Shiratori Zawa team, um, and a lot of other uh, characters that pop up. Because guess what? There are more teams. More More boys. More boys. boys. More boys. Lots more boys. Uh, So with that, I'm going to pass it over to these two. So hopefully we can get this done soon you want to go first more. or you want me
2: to go first? More boys. More boys. I'll go. Okay. So, um, I gave Q my This Is Fine award at the dubbies because at the time that I actually wrote my ballot for that, I'd only watched, like, the first seven episodes, but I was like, and, like, even before I watched the episodes, I put it in that slot because I was like, you know what? No matter what I think of the dub, it's gonna be fine. Like, this is fine. Um... I am in the camp that all sports anime needs to have a dub because it is impossible to really enjoy the show and get like all the dramatic tension that you could from watching an anime while you have to read the subtitles at the same time. I think that all sports anime should be dubbed even if it's like a crappy sports anime. I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure there are some that aren't full of boys that I don't like anyway, Um, but I wasn't disappointed in this, which is good for me. Like I thought the writing was really stellar. The pronunciation issues really were like kind of the downfall for me because that's like an a thing that I have. I don't know. I just like I really like I'm like, ah, oh, it should sound like this and then it'll bother me through the whole thing. But that aside, it is a pretty solid dub. I was surprised by the amount of new actors or actors I have not heard of before that were in this, like with the casting choices and everything. So I'm like, I'm like Megan, I'm not disappointed. I really do like this dub and I enjoy it. I can't wait to see how these actors are going to progress in their roles as the seasons move on because um, Haiku season two didn't get the sub only release. It hasn't been released yet at all in a like, physical yeah, they not
1: They hadn't released the subsequent seasons.
2: Yeah, so like we knew they had it, but they just weren't letting it out. So like when they actually released, because I have the sub set, like I bought it, I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, I, and I held was like, off
1: on buying it for the longest time out of hope, and I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't.
2: I was like, oh, I have it. So I double bought Haikyuu, and I actually had just finished watching it in the sub, like I think like three months before the dub came out. So like literally I watched Q season one twice, back to back, basically, um, but you know, I really like this anime. Is it my favorite sports anime? No. Is this my favorite dub that Sentei's ever put out? No. But they're both serviceable. I really enjoy them, and I'm happy that they're dubbing a sports anime. Now, if only Sentei could hook up with Discotech and dub Yoamushi Petal, my life would be fucking complete because Yoamushi Petal is my favorite sports anime. But you know, I can't say too many bad things about this dub. I can't say too many, oh, my God, outstanding ones either. But this is fine. This is fine. I really wanted it. This is what I wanted. And I got it. I can't complain. So props to everybody at Sentai who made this happen. You've made the Fujo's dreams come true. Finally, it is time. Stephanie.
1: So I've also been waiting for this dub to happen for years. I, Like I just said, I was holding off on buying it with the hope of a dub ever happening, and I'm-
0: I actually straight up told Sentai to their face I refused to buy the show
1: unless it had Yeah, you did. You did tell Carolyn that. I was like, nope, nope, not buying You you seriously told Carolyn that. It was at, like, what, AB or something? Twice! Twice, yeah. Like, the past (laughs) two years that we saw Carolyn there from Sentai. I've literally harassed (laughs) Sentai into the ground! No, um, I have been patiently waiting for this dub, and it's- it did not disappoint. Uh, again, it got two W awards for me this year, this past year. Um, and while there are flaws with the show itself at times, the dub is rather solid. Like the the direction, like I was saying earlier, you the three different directors we have on the show, they they blended together so well that you can't tell whose directing style is what especially for me since I've never watched a dub that's directed by Shannon Reed or John Swayze before yet so this is interesting the writing is rather solid aside from my weird thing with swearing but if it is in the japanese then I completely forgot about that um and a lot of a lot of the casting is really solid here like the biggest surprise obviously is Taking a chance on having fresher, n- fresh-faced, newer voice actors take on a good amount of major roles. That being, like, Orlanders, Justin, Greg Cote. Um, who else we got in there? Uh, Cameron's still fairly new, if anything. Yeah, um, I've never heard of him. But having a lot of fresh-faced, newer voice actors. And Bryson's still... Bryson, even though he's been around for the past year or so now... He's still technically a newer voice actor, um, even though he's done a lot of major roles at this point. But it's it's interesting that they' decide to take a risk with that and also have a balance with actors we know rather well because we also have like Scott Gibbs, Adam Gibbs, David Walds in here. Uh, and it's really interesting that kind of that balance. And each of the actors, in this show, they actually play their respective character really well. Some, it did take a period of time to adjust to more than others. But at the same time, the only reason why I had to adjust to those people was because they're new. And they're, they they probably haven't done a lot of projects yet. So that's the only reason why I had to adjust to them is, be, is because they were probably adjusting to this, you know? And... With that if that's one of the few critiques I have about the the casting and dub as a whole, that's not bad, honestly. Like I really like this show. I like this dub cast. It's really solid. It <laughs> despite what I said earlier about Scott Gibbs and me have being hesitant about dramatic roles for him, there's a reason why. I decided, you know what? I have a passing curiosity of no game, no life, and I bought the damn thing. And I may have... Someone's going to regret that I'm, later. Yep. You know Her what? my name is I, Lilac. I probably will regret that later, but you know what? Fuck everything right now. Because,
2: because it's all right. I, I bought the limited edition.
1: Well, I, I got the DVD, Ooh. and to be fair, it was, it was during that DVD clearance sale. So I don't <laughs> regret anything on that one because it was like five to seven bucks. Um... But it's it this Haikyuu is a dub that I enjoy. Like it's a fun show. I'm excited to see where season two and season three goes. I, I just I just really like it. To be fair, there are those missed opportunities again, and I'm very disappointed. But they also made up for it with some fun performances in the end. So Woo. I like it overall.
0: And with that, we've won our match. The winner we takes it, all. Fam. Let's go, it, Date Co. <laughs> Let's go, Dub Taco! I like that. Nice! Anyway, if you would like to watch Haikyuu, if you'd like to watch the sub version, you can head on over to Crunchyroll and watch all three seasons. Uh, I don't believe they're behind any paywall right now because it's been a couple mm-hmm. of years, but you could watch it all there. If you'd like to watch the dub, you can head over to High Dive, who I believe is still in beta, they also recently got a mobile app for your Android and iOS system, and they are trying to beta other applications. So here's hoping that a PS4 app or a Roku app is not far about behind. about to say, I would love a Roku app. That would make my life so easy. Mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about getting a Roku just to stick it out in our fucking living Roku's, room, so I don't have to
1: drag my PS4.
2: Rokus are worth their weight in gold. You should totally invest. I say about to
1: say, my, my, I got a Roku for Christmas, and I love my Roku. <laughs> stick or a box? I have a box. I have a box.
0: How much is the box? I have no idea. Anyway. um, Digressing. Um, If you would like to... uh, You know what? Whore yourselves out. I mean, you can also get Haikyuu on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, that's right. You can also buy Haikyuu on DVD and Blu-ray in either the limited edition or the standard edition from the Sentai Shop and other... uh, Sentai Shop and or other fine anime retailers. Uh, Like we said... The second season was delayed by a couple months, but by the time this is out, which is probably either sometime next month or the beginning of March, uh, that delay will not be as noticeable as it was back in November. The box
2: is really um, nice, guys. It's a really nice box. It
0: mean, honestly is a really nice box. Well, the next I show I think I might be on, I, I technically owe buying a box for. <laughs> um, so Gigi gets to yell at me at Anime Boston over that one. Whore uh, yourselves. Gigi, whore yourself
2: god damn it
0: <laughs> i've got your volleyball knee pads and your short shorts my my
2: name is Gigi. i have a jesus kink <laughs> and you can you can follow me on twitter and youtube at anime palooza where i embarrass myself every day talk about noise and try to be talk about noise talk about boys and I guess You also noises. talk about
1: different noises, but
2: I, I do talk about noises mostly. Me yelling, "Why ha 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 hi. And I pray, play uh Oodipri Shining Live a lot because I'm a loser. <laughs> but okay, I play Love Live. You, so I mean, yet, but I least,
1: recently downloaded Amnesia, guys.
2: Hey, did you finish that route?
1: I haven't yet. I haven't had time. Okay, I'll I was wait just, for I it. was stuck in W editing hell. Remember?
2: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: I'll actually totally play School
0: Idol Festival. Just oh, saying. No.
2: I will. It's it's downloaded now. I just haven't bothered to play it. Uh,
0: you should save up because the next, uh, I believe the next muse you are is Ellie. Oh,
2: well, then I will be doing that.
0: Any- and she's a pirate. Ooh,
2: I need it. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I do. I talk about boys and anime stuff and subscribe to my YouTube channel for fun I guess.
0: I guess. <laughs> if not, you don't love
1: fun. Look, now. I've had
2: like two hours of sleep, and no, like six in the past two days. So I'm tired. Oh, Christ,
1: G- to- Gigi is tired.
2: Somebody please give me a body pillow, or be the body, and then you can be my wow. pillow. The okay. end.
1: Okay. <laughs> um. My name is Stephanie, oh, also baby. known as Lilac, and when I am not the the team mom slash team dad, A.K.A. the the brain, the, the the child of Suga and Taiji. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can follow me on YouTube. Uh, no, wow. On Twitter uh, at Lilac Anime Review with review being spelled R-E-V-U-E where the only, I really only tweet about my life and my editing struggles, which if you're following my editing struggles for the past month or so, you would know they were doubly related Or sometimes if I feel like tweeting it Cause I'm be I'm being a child and watching Yu-Gi-Oh right now, (laughs) and I'll sometimes tweet about it. (laughs) It's
2: great. Chaz's best boy.
1: That's not how you spell Yami Yu-Gi.
2: C H A Z Z.
1: (laughs) No, I'm watching the original, not. Chaz likes the little like. I'm, I, I'm I'm watching the original. I'm not watching GX, by the way. Uh, oh,
2: well, then Kaiba would be best boy.
1: That is not how you say Yami Yugi. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, God, she's making the telephone noise again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at like every review where I just post whatever I freaking feel like and try to wrangle these. Nerf Steph, please edit this basis. so that it
2: so that our p- pimps make sense, please. <laughs> god damn it. I'm so tired. Oikawa, cow, where are you? David Wald, can you please sing me a lullaby? <laughs> oh my god.
0: Megan. Rockabye G no. on the training. No, David Wald.
2: David Wald. Dilphosaurus rock. Rockabye
0: <laughs> <David>. No.
1: <laughs> Megan, please, can we finish the episode and go to bed?
0: My name is Megan. You can follow me at Queen Era Two, where I shit posts on a daily basis and make lilac. I want to smack me in the all face all the fucking
1: time. I'm also
0: apparently a Delphosaurus. You can also hang out with me on the Funimation Discord, as well as Classy Spartan and Spaceman Hardy. With that, we are finally done. I want to go to How bed. How can you, you watch Dub Talk? Oh yeah, you can go to our YouTube channel, you suckers. <laughs> You're already here. Subscribe, man. You're already here. Subscribe. Hit the notification. You can follow us on Twitter at Dub Talk Podcast. You can follow our social media. You can follow our adventures. You can punch, punch me in the face if you can find me, motherfuckers. You can come to our panel at <laughs> Anime
2: Boston.
0: Anime Boston. Yeah. Details to follow. And if you find him, find Andrew, Classy Spartan, and Suplex him. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, we are done here. And from all of us ladies here at Dub Talk to all of you, get that chance ball Otaku on and... <laughs> Let's go. Let's, damn, go. Let, let's
1: go. Let's go. Da Co. Love
2: your faces. Please don't murder
0: me. Good night, everyone. Run, my what friend. the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to talk as <laughs> I was trying to talk as a dinosaur.
1: Oh, my God. Open I'm it up. Stopping. Get on it's the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. <laughs> oh, my God. The sounds of the